course, you already know this. You're joining us live on Utreon so we can hold awesome, amazing guns. We're going to talk a little bit about bullpups. This is my Canon Arms M17S in a very rare, special Hank Strange color. Not, okay, it's not really a special Hank Strange yeah. color, but yeah. I have one of the few, one of the few yep, out there. One of the few. <laughs> so uh, if you want to join us live, you have to go to Utreon slash Who Move My Freedom. That's the place to go to. Uh, Babyface is also on Utreon as well. It's got a lot of good content that has been, uh, how do we say it, uh, excommunicated from YouTube. <laughs> sure, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> um, and you can support either one of us by, uh, you know, throwing some cash our way here. You know, some mm -hmm. of it will go to Babyface as well as myself. Ken, are you, got, well, I don't are you on Utreon? Do you have a YouTube channel? I don't even know. I have a YouTube channel. It's not... It's nothing up to date. Oh, okay. Oh, we gotta get you we gotta get you posted on the social medias, man. I know. I yeah. I've been I haven't done any social media for over a year. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, mm -hmm. We're gonna when, get into that and more with Ken here. <laughs> let me let me kick the button right right now and get this started. Welcome back to the Hank Strange situation. Lifestyles of the locked and loaded. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory provides 100% U.S.-made firearms and awesome binary option triggers. Their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all Americans, especially those in not-so-free states. So when you're in the market, please consider Franklin Armory. All right, bada-bing, bada-boom. Here we go, here we go. Uh, Walter should be joining us, maybe, possibly. If Eventually, he, maybe. Yeah, if the zombie apocalypse in Tampa has not taken him already. <laughs> we, we I'm not going to lie, <laughs> it's looking pretty bad for Venice, so. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about all of that. Let's get the jazz hands going, come on, let's get these jazz hands going. I hope you, girl, you guys and girls out there have your big girl panties on. This is episode 941 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Hank Strange. And um, tonight we've got K&M Arms owner Ken McAllister joining us. Boom! There he goes. What's up? With all those beautiful guns in, on the wall. Yeah, very jealous, very jealous. Yeah. Nice collection. Uh, we also have Babyface P joining us as well. There he goes. Babyface P is in the house. Other hasn't quite hit yet. Uh yeah, right now it's just cloudy here. Soon. It's cloudy. Yeah, Soon. Uh, it's real. Like if you guys typically when we start the show, there's some kind of light outside, but you can see right there, there's mm -hmm. no light. Um, you know, Ken, how's the weather in Arizona, man? It's hot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I mean, we're just getting ready to finish up with our monsoon season. Okay. So, um, it's uh. It's just hot. Yeah. Sometimes it, uh, you know, and it, it's it's strange because during monsoons it'll be you know nice and sunny all day, and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, four o'clock runs rolls around, and then all of a sudden the clouds roll in, and then all of a sudden you it dumps a whole bunch of rain. It's yeah. real windy. It's dusty, and then Nuts. then it just blows right out. Yeah, it's crazy. I've actually been in Arizona during monsoon weather. It's kind of nuts. Yeah, it is. It's something that you yeah. have never experienced before. I mean, it's yeah. it's crazy. 
Yeah. And, um, and, and it'll get, it'll get so that the wind's like, you know, 60 miles an hour, yeah. you know, it just comes through and just rips down all the trees and dumps a bunch of water and everything floods. And yeah, and it, it's crazy because it, it, it just comes in pockets. Sometimes I never get any rain or water or, you know, rain or, you know, wind really. And 10 miles up the road, they're flooding. Yeah. When uh, when I lived in Nigeria, there was a thing out there because Nigeria, the you know the Sahara is uh, just above that, and uh, or the Sahara extends down to just you know in, into that region, and they would call that kind of monsoon weather you're talking about. They called the Hamatan. The Hamatan. Huh. Yeah, and it was no joke. It was no joke, and I remember you'd see a whole bunch of like. Uh, I guess they're termites, I would call them, you know, like flying ants, kind of. Mm-hmm. And and that rain would just knock them down to the ground, and the people would go collect a whole bunch of those, and then fry them up and eat them like popcorn. I don't know if there's such a thing huh. going on in No, nothing like, nothing like that. They're, <laughs> um, the, but what is crazy, though, is that um, since, you know, we're in the desert, mm-hmm. and it's real dirty here, the wind starts, you know, picking up, um, and then there's this big wall of dust that Mm. you can just stand outside and just Mm. kind of see it coming towards Mm. you. And then, you know, Oh, here it comes. And and it, and it's so crazy that, um, I mean, it turns everything just dirty and then the rain comes and then everything's muddy. And I mean, it's, it's crazy. You can Google, you know, uh, they call them haboobs. I don't yeah. know why they call them haboobs. We call them dust storms. <laughs> right, haboobs. That's what uh, <laughs> yeah. people in Ari- in Arizona call them. But right, yeah, um, yeah. You can you can Google that and you can you can watch time lapse video. And I mean, it's just a wall of dirt just coming towards the the city and mm-hmm. turns yeah, everything okay. dark. So you guys don't dark. have like locusts or anything like that because I know Lola in Maryland they have locusts no. and I've seen it. It's crazy. Nope, none of none of that. Oh, okay, man, no pestilence, man. Everywhere's got nope. uh, people out there. Tell us your pestilence. Florida has uh, love bugs. We're I about to go through it. What well, love bugs? We've been going through the love bugs. No, no, no. I was going to say hurricanes oh, the- and mosquitoes. We're about to go through our pestilence. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But we have a pestilence. <laughs> I hate you. I hate love bugs. I don't know if you know what that is, Ken. This freaking no. There's there's these bugs that are basically flying around humping. That's huh. how I, is that how you're going to explain it to people? <laughs> what, what is it? Aren't they flying around humping? <laughs> They're little black little black bugs. That they, uh-huh. they don't bite or anything. They're called love bugs because they just land on you. <clears throat> um, but the problem is they're, they like the smell of exhaust. So they, they congregate around interstates and roadways. So <laughs> they cover your car uh, and... If you leave them on too long without cleaning your the yeah. front bumper, this is they'll what like they, etch into the paint. This is what they look like, Ken. Yeah. So they're literally – they're humping back to back. I don't know what kind of humping – I don't know what move this is called. <laughs> I think this is called the 9-9 maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not like a really a 69. But anyway, they fly around like this and they're really annoying. And I huh. think like Patrick said, they don't really bite you or anything, Mm-mm. but they cost you a it lot just, of money. Yeah, we wow. just wreck your car. Yeah. And no, no uh, we have so during during monsoon we have two two different kind of one's an animal, one's a bug, but one's called a cicada mm-hmm. and 
they they live underground their whole life and then during monsoon they'll come out and then they live just a short time after mm-hmm. they come out of the ground and they make this high pitched sound they live in the the trees and you know it, it's it's crazy yeah the other thing the other thing that we have is what are called the uh, Colorado River toad and again, they live under they live underground. They come out during monsoon, um, and they're they're big frogs. And they when they croak, they sound like a duck. Oh, it, it's yeah. the I it's the craziest thing. Yeah. And they're and, and they're poisonous to dogs. Oh. you if the dog licks them, yeah. they there's a secretion right behind their ears. And if a Look dog licks them, oh, the dog God. can the dog can die yeah that looks like um what's the name of that creature from star wars uh, uh jabba the hut yeah jabba yeah <laughs> i think i think my people call these uh crappos that's what yeah, they they're, they're just big they're, frogs they they're, make a lot of noise they're crazy they yeah. yep and Which, they yeah. they croak and yeah. yeah we go we go frog hunting when uh, during monsoon when we start hearing them we'll walk around the property and start looking mm-hmm. for frogs yeah. Yeah. Are, yeah. What were you gonna ask, ask there? I, I was just gonna make fun of you and say which people are you talking about here? The, oh, the Guyanese African people. Side or the Indian side? <laughs> oh, Guyanese people. Guyanese people. Everybody's your people when, yeah. when the time comes. <laughs> I got a lot of peoples. I got a lot of peoples. No, those we have are, we have bufo toads here. Same thing. Um, mm-hmm. And the the sad thing those, here in Florida those are big. is these are big. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Bufos look very similar to southern cane toads. Southern cane toads are native. Bufos are invasive and will kill your dog. Southern canes won't kill your dog. <clears throat> so here in at our house, we have learned the difference. They have southern cane toads have like horn ridges on their head. Uh, those are not invasive. But if we find a bufo, it gets dispatched quickly <laughs> in my house. Is it, it so it's uh, like if the dog licks it or something or it Same will like yeah. the dog? Oh, OK. Yeah, it's it like a, it. a neurotoxin. They'll, they'll die real fast. Oh man, there were uh, there were some grown ass men that died from licking cane toads. Why you don't remember you, this story? Why would you be licking toads? Because <laughs> it's a neurotoxin, so it makes you trip balls. Oh. Uh, but there was a bunch of old men ten or fifteen years ago that were caught. Well, I think one of them got hospitalized, but they were all they were out there licking toads to get high, and one one or two of them got hospitalized and. I can't remember what happened. The government came down and was like, you guys got to stop this. Like, stop licking toes. Don't do that. <laughs> was this in Florida? Was this a Florida man thing? I want to say yes. Uh, yeah. Why would dudes, come on, old dudes, there's lots of stuff you licking can lick toads. out there. Don't go lick toads. There's lots of things, you know, that will get you way, way more benefits. So licking toads, you get hallucinations, euphoria, nausea and vomiting, anxiety, muscle weakness, cardiovascular problems, seizures, Why? and possible death. <laughs> I know. I so know. you would go through all of that just for the euphoria. <laughs> just for the little bit of euphoria, yeah. <laughs> just right before you die. You're like, oh, yeah. I tripped you balls pretty good, is, but I'm dead. <laughs> Kansas City, 2007. Man arrested for licking toad to get high. Oh, brother. <laughs> I don't, they actually have, a, they actually have an ordinance against licking the toads? <laughs> yeah, I can't lick really? toads. <laughs> it's always oh. amazing what human beings will do to get high. Yeah, people. Yeah. Well, the, human beings. The, the, yeah, the <laughs> other stupid point, thing is that they actually have an ordinance against it. Yeah. I was just gonna say, to your point, imagine the city council had to sit down and be like, 
Guys, we're gonna ban this toad licking. It's it's getting out of hand right now. Yeah. Give me a break. Shout out to everyone out there. I see forty two chilled is out there. Uh, let me see who else uh, we've got out here. Um, we've got Cruise Man out there, Armament and Axes as well. Shelly Fungus says, "Sorry, I was late. I was just uh, out back licking toads. Goddamn, I'm buzzed." And Night Train, Night Train is out there too. And uh, what is Night Train saying? I heard there's oceanfront property in Arizona. What? Uh, we could, we could only hope. Because <laughs> then oh. that means California would be dropped off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right off the fault line. You know what's funny to me with um, so Arizona, the places like that, uh, the Utahs like that too. Like everything lives underground. Because it's dry. Oh. What do you do? And, it, and it's so hot. Yeah. 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 Everything. Have you ever, no, Hank, you've been to Arizona, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. A lot. It's it's like an oven. You walk outside and it's that weird dry oven heat. Oh, it depends awful. on what time you go. So I don't like being there in the summertime, obviously. It's hot. <laughs> but like right now, it's not bad. Right, Ken? What's your what's your yeah, temperatures yeah. out there? Um. Well, today, I think it was one hundred and five. Oh, crap. OK, well, which, I take which, it back. Which, 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 which is nice. Okay. Um, you know, uh, it, yes. It, it says it cool that. No, no. That's a crazy, it's, it's stupid just, thing. Oh, yeah. Everything just during, is hot? During the summer, it won't get below 100 at night. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So, it right, depends so where right you now, are. It depends uh, where you are. Yeah. But in the Phoenix area. Yeah. Um, Phoenix sucks. Do not go to Phoenix in the summertime, yeah. people. Why? How did people end up populating this before air conditioned? How did anybody yeah, I, think this is where I want to live? Uh, there's a lot of people that live out. You're in Phoenix. Are you in Phoenix? Yeah, I'm just south of Phoenix. Oh, I'm okay. like 20, 25 miles from downtown Phoenix. Oh, okay. Because Jonathan. A suburb. Oh, okay. Jonathan Tactical Toolbox. He's in Phoenix. Phoenix is like a freaking bowl. And it's just yep. hot. If you when you're oh, in Phoenix, mean. it's hot. Yeah, but if you go up higher into the mountains, so for example, uh, last time I was in Flagstaff, Arizona, yeah, Sedona. I was in it's Phoenix. It's not as bad. No, it's no. not as bad. I was in Phoenix, and it was like 115 degrees. And then we That's drove. So we drove from Phoenix to Flagstaff, and it was like about four. Uh, what is that? Like five hours or something. Uh, no, not that, not that far. Yeah, maybe like three and a half hours. Guess yeah. what? When we got to when we got to Flagstaff, it was like seventy eight degrees. Re that yep. that's an insane difference. <laughs> yeah, there's so there's a place that so up on the rim, the Mogollon Rim. It's about an hour and forty five minute drive. Mm -hmm. It's where we go up and go camping and fishing and whatnot. Um, and it's always at least twenty to twenty five degrees cooler up mm -hmm. on the rim than it is here in the valley yeah oh flag, wow, flagstaff was yeah flagstaff was beautiful if i if i was a real baller and i had money i'd be all about flagstaff it was real it was just I, really the weather I'm weather going, wise yeah, um montana it snows there too though yeah. so you got to take the snow during the winter yeah I've been through Flagstaff in the wintertime, and it snowed. I think I was driving to, like, SHOT Show one year, and for some reason we drove through Flagstaff, and it was there was snow on the ground. Right. So, yeah. and that was, like, so in if, January. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you really have the money, you have two houses, okay? You mm -hmm. have, you know, one up in Flagstaff <laughs> area, and then you have one down here in the valley. Right. And so we have what are called snowbirds here, mm -hmm. and they come 
in flocks from Canada. Mm -hmm. And they come down and live here for about five months or so, all the old people. And you know when they're in town because... You know, traffic slows up. Everybody's driving slower. <laughs> you know, it just it becomes just crazy dumb. Yeah. But so the, a lot of people do that. They'll have a house house up in Flag or Sedona, mm-hmm. and they'll have a house down here in the valley, and they'll live down here during the during the winter because mm-hmm. it's nice during the winter. You know, sixty five, mm-hmm. seventy degrees during the winter, and it, it's nice. Yeah, we have that in Florida. We have snowbirds. Um, Canadians, they, New Yorkers, New Jerseyans, Michiganians. Yeah. Is that what you Michiganians, call Michiganians? Yeah. yeah. Oh, because Michigan is brutal. I don't know how anybody lives there. Uh, a Especially lot of people. The a lot of people in Florida came from Michigan. I guess they were working, building cars and stuff like that back in the days, and they would work out there and then come out here in in the winter time. Yeah, you know, and and enjoy the Florida weather. So, and same thing. Traffic gets slow. Uh, um, yeah. The pharmacies start making a lot of money. Lola's a pharmacist. Yeah, yeah. All old people drugs. <laughs> All those old people are up in there. You know, there's lots of STDs going around. Around the old, the old folks, they get jiggy, man. They get jiggy. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have two phases in life where you get super horny when you're a teenager yeah. and when you're old, old fart about to yeah, kick it, no. kick off the planet. <laughs> um yeah let's see someone oh dan hates you says i love that mogollon rim (laughs) oh yeah the mogollon rim is awesome it is it is it is so nice up there a lot of good fishing Mm -hmm. up there um yeah it's it's good yeah it's a good place to go camp dcg44 says snowbirds here too in texas and um and let's see what else we got here. Some other comments. Uh, D Stan says, I live in Arizona, but those damn scorpions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those things are nasty. Yeah. Um, they're we, nasty. We have, we have scorpions here, but they're not. They're nothing they're like what is out yeah. there. They're oh, little miniature they're tiny scorpions. little things. Yeah. Yeah. Do they bite? Yeah, do no. the scorpions in Florida bite? I don't think so. I think it's too humid here for their poison to kill you. <laughs> Probably. Well, the ones they, here don't. They, yeah. They they don't bite. They've got a stinger on their Sting. tail that comes yeah, around. Yeah, they got, yeah, they got a stinger. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> well, we have that uh, stupid uh, bark scorpion, which is one of the most poisonous scorpions out there. Yeah. Well, and Arizona there. has pretty much a lot of shit that will kill you in Arizona. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the Gila monster it's, and, yeah, there's yeah, all kinds the of American good stuff. It's the American Australia. That's <laughs> right. what it is. Yeah. It's the American yeah, version of yeah. Yeah, and in the right parts of, of of Arizona as well, man, you could you you know you can get some uh, coyotes, the you know the other kind of coyotes, some drug smugglers coming out of the mountains. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I've been. I think wasn't I doing something with you, Ken, and uh, was it you and Mike or something? Where we were? No. Well, yeah. We um, you you came out and you were doing a uh, uh, like a documentary with um, with Mike. From, yes, uh, with Mike uh, Daddy. Mike Daddy. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. And I and I came down and we went down uh, shooting in the wash. And he says this is where they uh, have a bunch of mules come up through here and people travel through here. And yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Things can go yep. wrong for you out there. Yep. Lots yeah. of lots of different coyotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of different kinds. 
Yeah. Uh, Arizona, I'm going to say, is dangerous. Lola says we got plenty of spiders, and we probably... We've got dangerous spiders in Florida, but not, I don't think this is... Arizona is crazy the, with dangerous The worst stuff. thing here, honestly, is a, a cottonmouth, water moccasin. You get that, or I guess you could have a brown recluse in your house, a spider. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we don't... We don't have stuff that's really as bad. Arizona has a lot worse stuff that'll kill you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hey, you are outside the city, too. You can't even make it in time. The weather, yeah. you could die in Phoenix. Um, I have a friend who, like, somehow their kid locked him out of the house, and they were outside, and it was really hot, and their, and their dog was with them, and they got heat. The kid was inside the house, and they were outside, so they were freaking out, but the dog was with them. The dog got heat stroke and died. And they also oh, yeah. oh got heat stroke, but the but yeah, the, the fire department saved them. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. There's there's kids that die every year in cars. There's you know animals that die every year in cars. Mm-hmm. It's 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 stupidity. Yeah. Um, you, and they they've actually made an ordinance that if you walk by a car and there's a kid in the car or there's an animal in the car, you can legally break the window of that car and get them out of the car Mm -hmm. yeah you know just think about that man just the heat that like 115 degrees oh you die in what in in the car heat no not even in a car not even in a car though you don't Uh, you don't have to be in a car right but in a car with all the windows up and it's 115 120 outside you know you're you're gonna die fast you got a good 20 minutes yeah yeah, yeah, in your backyard in 115 degrees, you could get heat stroke. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You We're have good. to drink a lot of water. Yes. Lots of water. Lots. Stay lots hydrated. Lots. Don't be there. Don't be there. We're going to take a quick break, and we're coming right back. <laughs> Walther Arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years, starting with the PPK. Today, Walther is based in the good old U.S. of A. and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So when you're in the market, please consider Walther Arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther Arms. So my question that I think I'd, I'd like to ask Ken along these same lines that we're talking here is in the summertime, in the heat in Phoenix, do you like go somewhere cooler or? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. I stay, I stay right here. Oh, damn it. See the, <laughs> you, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I've gotten used to it. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I can go out and mow the lawn and whatever it doesn't it doesn't really bother me i just i i've learned to just kind of deal with it and it, it doesn't doesn't bother me i i i do not like living in the cold so the heat doesn't doesn't bother no. me oh it bothers the living daylights out of me i was well, there at my house <laughs> yeah well I yeah was... when you come to visit and you're not used to it and boom you you walk outside at you know 10 o'clock at night and it's still 110 degrees outside it's like i mean that that that's the one thing that's hard to get used to it's hard to get used to that you know or you're you get up in the morning at you know 4 30 or 5 o'clock to go for a run or go for a walk Mm -hmm. in the morning and it's still 100 degrees it you walk outside and it's like oh yeah i was there for two weeks i was staying in a um i I drove the van up there but i was staying in uh you were in scottsdale yeah, uh, like no. in a resort. 
Yeah, I was in a uh, and I was in a resort. And Lola was like, "Oh, you should go out to this place or that place." I was like, "No, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm not going. I don't even want to go to the pool. I, I refused. I just stayed in the air. You could literally let me tell you how this this place. You could literally come out of the shower. You don't have to towel off. It just be dry. You will just go dry. Okay. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't know how people survive over there. I really and, don't. And and really, you know, just because you have a pool doesn't mean you have any relief because there's a lot of people here that build these stupid you know small little play pools Mm -hmm. and the the water ends up being you know 100 degrees it's like a jacuzzi oh it is it is there's a lot of people (laughs) that cool their pools that have chillers to chill the water in the pool in order to from a a florida standpoint that is crazy (laughs) chilling your pool Uh, yeah my chiller's not working you guys have big nets you guys have big nets around your pools and everything. Oh, because so the mosquitoes the yeah, carry you away. Yeah. Keep the mosquitoes out, yep. <laughs> yeah, man. And yep. The, well, those don't keep the gators out. Dad hates you, says Florida has hot soup for air, and you guys are complaining about Arizona. Get out of here with this. I That's love right. it. My, my sinuses <laughs> are always moist. I never. I don't have to have a yeah. humidifier in the house. Yeah. We went to uh, – Marley and I where, – where, must have just been North Carolina over the wintertime when it dries out. Winter dries everything out. And both of us were like, oh, I'm so dry. I can't breathe at all. Yeah. You would She's in Colorado right now. She said the same thing. If I spend – so this happens to me with SHOT Show. I can't be in Vegas for more than a week. I can't take it. It's, it's dry. I'm like a fish. Like if you live in Florida, you get used to humidity. You're a fish. It's, it's so weird. I, you don't realize you're used to it until you step out into somewhere dry and you're like – I don't know. I don't. What is this feeling? Humidity is better for you as a human being. Your inner parts need lubrication. They don't need to be constantly getting all the moisture sucked out of them, like in Arizona. You need that sweat. Yeah. yeah. Right now, Ken is sitting That's over why you there. Have to drink. Yeah. Ken is just basically. Uh, if if we if we bump into him, he's just gonna go poof. Like that, yeah. and just be some some dust raining down. <laughs> well, that's what air that's what air conditioning is for. Uh, well, okay, air conditioning dehumidifies the crap out of you too, you know. So, well, kind of, okay. sort of. Yeah. Question here: AC versus swamp cooler out there? Oh no, you. Okay, so swamp coolers will only work until it's about a hundred degrees. Once it gets over a hundred degrees, swamp cooler doesn't work. Yeah. You're, Don't do anything. You're okay. just you just have created a bunch of humidity is what it is yeah during the monsoon okay. season swamp coolers out useless um, totally yeah. useless you you totally useless yeah totally <laughs> i don't know why people go anywhere over there man imagine like someone was saying uh it sometimes gets 130 degrees that's truth why do you want like you got to be a it's special awesome. <laughs> it's awesome okay <laughs> if florida could be humid but if we're at 90 degrees we're complaining yeah. Well, oh yeah. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're if you're ever gonna come to Arizona, just make sure that you come to visit during the summer, so that you don't want to move here. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds you. Do winter not time is awesome. I love it. Oh, I yeah, love it Arizona is, it in the winter. Awesome. Time. It's yeah. awesome during the winter time, and that's what happens yeah. is we get all these yahoos <laughs> coming from these states that shouldn't be moving here, and they come and say, "Oh, it's not too bad in Arizona," and then mm. they all come and move here and. No change everything and no. then makes yeah like i said flagstaff is awesome but uh i know prices and everything in flagstaff are like oh they've really really jacked yeah. up just like just like everything here i mean 
our housing market is, they said like 20, 23% higher than, you know, than the average, you know, we're, we're way up there on our housing prices. Mm-hmm. It is, it is crazy. It's because all these people moving here from our neighboring Cali. state. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's one yep. of the things. And then um, I think Arizona has a lot of tech companies out there too, right? Intel is here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Intel, they, they do a lot of microchips here. There's another big, huge facility that's building just mm. um, on the north side of Phoenix. Um, but yeah, this is a, this is a microchip, uh, basically, factory here mm-hmm. in the Phoenix area. Yeah, yeah. There's, yep. um, and I think, doesn't Arizona have a lot of uh, autonomous car testing and stuff? going on yeah waymo was uh doing a bunch of testing here and there was Mm -hmm. another company that that was too yeah Yeah. and this is so this is where the one vehicle that ran over the lady um that was that was here in town um was that the was that the lady was that someone that was on a like a bicycle but they weren't riding the bicycle they were pushing it correct she was walking it yeah 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 because that vehicle literally had a dude. I was just looking at a documentary about this, but that vehicle literally—it was self-driving, but it had a guy in there. Yeah, it was a—it was a woman that was driving. Oh, okay, yeah, and whoever it was, it was a, disabled the brakes in there, the auto brakes. I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they disabled it. I think they were just working for that company testing it, and they were like, "Oh, I don't like the these brakes keep going off," and they disabled I, it, and it just ran right into that. You know, it's typical. Yeah. The the my here's my opinion on this the self driving thing to me, I'm not a big fan. Me not neither. A big fan. Yeah. I me I neither. like I like electric cars because I like their power and stuff like that. Um, but self driving, mm, you know, I I yeah. don't know. I mean, man. who's I can't do it. who's responsible for the accident if it's self driving? I'm gonna say it's still gonna be whoever owns that car. <laughs> I know, but it's it's a self driving car. It's taken yeah. over. It's it's yeah. it's doing the driving. If Listen, it's you know, I don't if it's like, autonomous. I don't like Lola driving me. By the way, yeah, I don't trust Lola Strange to drive Ooh. me personally. I don't. Ooh. I don't trust that. She's always when we go someplace. She's always like, "Oh, I'll drive or whatever." You're tired. You look tired. Uh, but guess what? The minute I switch over and she's driving, I'm not tired anymore. I'm like, "Oh, uh, I don't trust her." She's gonna let. She's gonna do something terrible to me while she's driving. So there's no way I want a computer doing any driving for me. No way. No, I'm not with it. That's. I think maybe that's gonna be popular with very young people when that happens. Like very young people or very old people. The young people don't want to learn how to drive and get a license, but they want someone to take them everywhere. And the old people can't see. You know. <laughs> They've got all kinds of problems, and it's just easier for something to drive them around. I think, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm all about the gas guzzlers. <laughs> I, 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 I'd, I'd rather I'd rather have a, a car that makes a lot of noise than an electric car. Oh, okay. All right. I okay. mean, the electric cars, yeah, they have a lot of torque and and everything else, and yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Teslas Teslas are fast. They mm-hmm. they do get up and go. Um, but I'd rather have a good old fashioned muscle car and let's okay. burn those burn those fossil fuels. Let's hear yeah. the rumbling. I want I want it to be able to shake when I'm in the car. When I step yeah. on that pedal, I want it to move. I want it to shake. I want to feel it. I don't want this. 
<laughs> sometimes it's nice. That's nice sometimes. Night Train says women should not be allowed to vote or drive cars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fighting words right there. <laughs> um, you know what? I like all kinds of cars, man. I see, I see cars the way I see guns and the way I see women. You know, all of them are beautiful. All of them are beautiful. I don't like people like I don't like laws forcing you to have one yeah. thing over another. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I'm against. You know, and, I think we can ag- all agree upon yeah. liberty as the answer yep. for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. I don't, you know, like we have a Tesla. I didn't get that Tesla because I want to save the planet. It, it is very convenient. Lola loves being able to just plug that thing in and she never has to go to a gas station. And, you know, all that kind of stuff is really cool. So and and yeah, it, they are very powerful. You know, I, I think that like the one that we have has the same zero to 60 of like a Porsche Cayenne or something like that. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. So. My thing about them is, I don't know, like that particular one, it's too smooth. When I'm driving, I like to feel the road. You know, I don't like a a soft suspension or anything like that. I like to be able to feel the road and have like, you know, very precise control over a car. So in that way, I'm still old school. I like to actually drive and enjoy that experience of driving. And if it's too soft and smooth and you're like floating, I'm not a fan of that. That's, you don't want an old person like a Lincoln or anything like that. That's got that big, big floaty feel. Yeah, eventually I'm gonna get old, <laughs> and I'm gonna be in that mode. At some point, you're gonna get old, and you're just gonna want like a big Cadillac. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, but. you're gonna want something with a lot of power. That that's how I feel. I agree. Yep. Even yep. when you're yeah. an old dude. That's right. So so I what am an old dude. Do? Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I, I, I am I am old. I'm 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 up there. Okay. Um, I may not I may not look it, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting old. So um, I've been collecting parts for a long time for a car. Okay. And I've been you know moving here, moving there, and taking all these parts with me and everything. Finally, I'm starting to do some work on it. What is it? So, what is this car? Are we gonna? So I'm built. So I'm building a uh, Model A. So it's a 1931 what? Model A Roadster. Okay. Oh wow. And I'm building it. I'm building it like a 50s car. So I'm. So the engine I have for it is a 1954 Oldsmobile, uh, 322, 324 rocket engine, and I now have a blower. So is for it like it. these? <laughs> so. So yes, it's like the more or less like the bottom uh, right one. This um, one. Yep. Oh. Um, so oh. that one's a uh, that one's a twenty eight twenty eight twenty nine, um, mm. but it's it's very very similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it will it will be blown, uh, so it'll have a blower on it. It will have a lot of torque. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's going to be a nice uh, four mile per gallon. why so tell me why i don't know if patrick has any questions on that i'm just curious how like you know this must be your dream build why so um so my dad um growing up as a kid my dad had an old car body um in the backyard and it was always his dream to build a uh, bonneville car and to run run up at the salt flats up at Bonneville. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so he started building that in, uh, I want to say, 1989, about 89. Um, wow. he started, he started building that. Wow. Um, and he has the, he has the car that he actually started, uh, that he built with a guy in high school. It's a 1932 Ford coupe with a blown Hemi in it. Um, and it's just, it's a, it's a monster of a car. I mean, you, mm. you step on it and you're sideways instantly. Yeah. That's like that a, car. what's that movie? American, is it American graffiti? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've I've always wanted to build one. I've been collecting parts um, for thirty some years, and now's the time to do it. So yeah, that's a I'm serious just, passion. Oh yeah, for sure. You for are sure. a patient, dude. I am not this patient. <laughs> well, the, the the problem is, it's not uh, you know anything about patience. It's about you know time. It's about money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things and, you know, now I have the opportunity to be able to, and the space to start working on it. So mm-hmm. now's the, now's the time to start working on it and hopefully I can get it together and done before, you know, while my dad's still around so that he can, he can mm-hmm. see it. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I see Walt yeah. over there in the chat. He says, uh, flathead v8 question mark that's from walt yep so it's not it's not a flathead um but it is a it is a v8 but it's uh so in the 50s um all the hot rodders were going out and uh buying uh buying cars the uh the oldsmobile so the oldsmobile was one of the first um overhead valve um v8 engines and so they were pulling these V8 engines out and putting them in their hot rods. And that was the engine to have in the, in the fifties. Um, people were buying cars and scrapping them just to put the engines in them. Mm-hmm. So are you going to do, are you going to build it just like it was back in the days or is it going to be like a resto mod kind of thing? With so it's not going it, to, so it, I'm building it as a hot rod. Mm-hmm. So it will look like it was built in the, in the fifties. So it'll have all the fifties nostalgia stuff on it. Um, so the, in, the engine is, a like I say, is a 50, uh, 1954 Oldsmobile. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's got a, a GMC, um, blower. So the, the blower that's, that's going on it, they were, they came off of uh, diesel engines and were just kind of a, uh, an air pusher. And the hot rodders back in the day decided, you know, Hey, we can pull one of these apart and flip the rotors around and, put them on our car and we can create some boost just by doing hardly anything to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's what, uh, so I've, I've got a blower for it now and I'm going through and machining the blower and converting it cause you have to convert it from diesel to gas. And mm-hmm. so I've got, I've got all that going. Um, <clears throat> it'll have a tri power on it. So it'll have three carburetors on it. Um, I've got an old 1937 three speed, uh, catalyst Al trans for it. Mm. Um, those are unobtainium to really find. Um, mm. so I have, I have got one of those, um, quick change, you know, a Halbrand quick change rear end for it. So you can change the gears in the rear end just by pulling the back cover off and sliding a couple gears off. So, so it's going to be a true hot rod, you know, what, uh, what they were building back in the, in the fifties. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. I would love to see it. It would be interesting just to see all the parts laid out. Oh. <laughs> 
I've, I've got two transmissions apart right now and I've got gears <laughs> and everything laid all over the place. <laughs> so that's nice, man. That's nice. Uh, what Dan hates you says when you own a gun company, you could drive any car you want. Just look at Walter. He has a yeah, tank. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I did see a Humvee the other day. Um, right. 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 I wanted to, wanted to buy, but yeah. 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 Yeah, Night Train just, just says be- it's an expensive passion. But, you know, you're, oh, you don't is. own Glock. <laughs> nope, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you don't have your own I, personal jumbo jet that takes you everywhere. Nope, nope, right. and I, yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. Owning uh, your own business when it's a small business doesn't mean you can drive anything that you that you want. No, but it is cool that you like making things because you're going to need those skills oh, yeah, to put for all sure. this stuff together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. What is this? Walter says six uh, 71 blower. Does that mean? Yes, it's a, yes, it's a six seventy one. Okay, there you go. Yep. Yeah, I have no yep. idea what that means. Oh so, yeah, I know it's like a supercharger, right? Basically, it's it's more of just a blower, not a not a supercharger. Oh okay. Um, it it sits, it sits on top of mm-hmm. the engine. You have an intake manifold, a special intake manifold that the mm-hmm. blower sits on top of. Um, and then the carburetor sit on top of that and then there's a pulley system that runs down off of the main pulley that that drives it you know and you hear you hear a whine you know right. whine with it um yeah. and a lot so of the is a blower is, like a is it like a corkscrew kind of thing or is so it yes hands? there are okay. there are two two corkscrews hold on i'll go grab one i got one because i have one apart okay cool all right we got about a uh, go ahead and, and do that we got like a minute here and then we're gonna take a break that's interesting um yeah you were saying something patrick are you collecting car pieces somewhere do you have some kind of dream car build that's coming together no <laughs> you, no, you no, don't have the patience for that that is not my passion to, to collect car pieces, no. <laughs> you got a bunch of gun pieces i don't know if you're crazy oh holy crap that was big let's see that again i wasn't uh focused on you there ken let's see Jeez. okay so so this is the this is the blower Holy okay. crap! So it's it's a it's a big honking piece of yeah, aluminum. That's some oh, it's all serious. casting. Yeah. Okay. And on the inside, if I take this front cover off. Yeah. You, you know what? So let's you can, you can yeah. see the inside of it. Yeah. Let's do this because we're gonna we're about to take a break here. Let's let's take right. a break and then come back and show. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like High Point Firearms and Full Forge Gear. Bags and gear for everyday life. Did you know High Point is an American family-owned and operated company located in Ohio with over 30 years of manufacturing experience? High Point is proud to be the home of the working man's gun and your source for affordable handguns and carbines with a lifetime warranty. So when you're in the market, please consider High Point. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, yeah, I thought it was better to come back and show everyone that so he wouldn't yep. get cut off. That thing's massive. So it is. It's it's a it's a good size. Um, they do have different sizes. Um, this is a six seventy one. They have a four seventy one, which is a little smaller. Um, they have eight eight seventy ones that are bigger. But mm-hmm. this this sits on top of your engine block, right on top of the intake manifold, and then your carburetors are you even going to be able to see over that thing <laughs> no huh not even but it has two it has two rotors ah okay. well these mm. the two rotors 
slide in and fit in together. So then when they rotate, they take the air and force the air down Mm -hmm. into the, uh, to the intake. Mm. Interesting. Mm. So, Oh, that's really cool. I've never seen that before. Yeah. 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 That is massive. That is is massive. Is that sort of like a impeller design? Is that what that would be considered? Yeah. And there, and there are two of them and on the diesel, they're set up to rotate the opposite direction. Um, okay. So you have to take and flip them around, um, and they've got gears. They've got two gears, drive gears on them, um, and so. And then those, th- so those two things have to fit into each other, like yes. just exactly yeah, so, fit. right? Yeah. Mm. Yep. Do people then, ever blow you, those things up? Do they ever like collide? Oh. Yep. So, so one of the bad things is is that. If you ever have a backfire, mm-hmm. um, these you you grenade them. They're they're not fun when you have a backfire. So <laughs> you actually have um, aluminum studs that hold this onto the engine. Um, and if you look at a lot of the nostalgia dragsters and whatnot, they actually have to run a brace, you know, some webbing from the bottom of the intake um around the blower and up on the top so that if there is a backfire it doesn't grenade and throw stuff everywhere it yeah. kind of keeps it all kind of contained you know strapped yeah. down that's like an expensive day plus dangerous oh yeah for sure yeah um let's see shelly fungus says how high is the rpm inside the blower um so 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 that can change um, that can change, um, however much you drive it. So you can, you can, what they do call overdrive it or underdrive it. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever the RPM is of your engine, um, you can have a one-to-one ratio. So if you have the same bottom pulley tooth count as the top pulley tooth count, then the blower will turn the same amount RPM as your engine. So you can overdrive it and have it turn faster, or you can underdrive it and have it turn slower. It all which, depends on how much how much boost you want to make. Oh, okay. I was going to say, which one sounds better? So if you overdrive it, you're creating more boost. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're creating more more pressure. So you know, if you want to put 16 pounds of boost in it, you can overdrive it. And they've got ratios that tell you okay if you're if your engine is this and you're turning this rpm and you want to create this much boost you'll have the bottom pulley be this and the top pulley be this and there's a bunch of different tooth counts on pulleys so you can you can generate whatever boost you want out of it it all depends on how long you want it to live and mm-hmm. you know how built your engine is and if your engine can take that much boost damn okay yeah, I'd like to see this uh, when it all gets. I don't know how long it's going to take you to put it oh, together. Yeah. But. Well, I've been working on it for thirty years, so <laughs> um. <laughs> it could be a long time. It could, be, could be. Well, it yeah. shouldn't be another thirty years. So no, it mm-hmm. it shouldn't. Let me just pull something up really quick. So mm. yeah, woo! Yeah, this is going to be a beast. Is that, is that in focus? It's hard to yeah. If you texted it to me, I could show it, but more clearly. So but that's yeah, we the, can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the that's the engine going in it right now, just kind of kind of all mocked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
that's going to be a beast, man. Um, oh, it, it is. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I would love to see that, you know. I, lo I love cars. I go out to SEMA show uh, from time to time. Walter goes out there. We see a lot of cars like that. I'm sure you're going to put a, you know, nice uh, exhaust system in there. Just straight headers. Boom. Oh, okay. They call okay. they're called lake headers, lake mm -hmm. lake headers, and they're just going to come right off the engine block and just go that's right it. out. Okay. Look go like right, a go right fire. out. That's it. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Boom. You're done. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's going to be loud. <laughs> it's going to be loud. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really, really, really loud. Okay. So speaking of loud, we are in Gorn. We don't have to talk about guns, but let's let's talk about some gun stuff. Uh, sure. You know, I, I know obviously behind you here, you got some guns right there. Uh, uh, you're a bullpup guy like me. That's why you're one of my favorite people. Well, but you're, you're into <laughs> lots of different guns. Why don't you tell us, like, what guns are you into? Are you, you know, is it like the women, like the ladies into everything? Or is it just um, Yeah, I mean, I have, I have a, an assortment of all kinds of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I want to say the... The last, the last one that I've been into is, and I think we talked about it last time on the show, was the muzzle loader. Mm. Um, huh. you know. Yeah. What's what's going on with muzzle loaders? Well, I've got a buddy that builds um, long range muzzle loaders. Um, hmm. So I know long range and muzzle loaders don't usually go together. <laughs> Not normally. Right? No. Not normally. <laughs> exactly. So he builds these muzzle loaders and. We, last year we drew a muzzleloader deer tag and he ended up dropping his deer at 250 yards um, with the muzzleloader. Wow. But wow. We're, we're, shooting, we're shooting these things at 500 yards at like an 8-inch gong. What caliber is this? Like is this like it's, a 50? No. Oh. It's, uh, it has to be smaller. Four, oh, smaller. Sort of range. Oh. So it's a 300 grain projectile okay and it is uh, about 45 diameter mm. so okay. it's like oh, a okay. 300 grain 45 caliber basically that's flying through the air okay jesus okay. yeah um <laughs> can we see any of these guns are these like specialized guns you guys are building for yourselves so, or yeah so he builds them um Sometimes off of Remington 700s. So, okay. Um, okay. this one that I have is uh, is off is built off of a 308 uh, um, action. Okay. How hmm. I, I would love to see that action because now I'm curious how a bolt action gets turned into a muzzle loader. Yeah. Uh, so this is a muzzle you just, loader. You plug? Is it just plugged up, or something? Go up. Okay. There you go. Right yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's completely plugged 45 up. 45 cal muzzle loader. Huh. Very interesting. Yeah, and so what's on the? Can I see the other side? Oh, that's a nice black barrel. There's a big old break on it. It looked like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very nicely done. That is some beautiful machining. Yeah, yeah it it is it is very nice. What's um, the name? So, what's the name of this guy's company? Axis Works. Okay, so so can the bolt is still right left. Yeah, the bolt is still there. That's what I was gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it still uses the bolt. Okay. Okay. It has, um, I'd have to show you what the primer module looks like. Um, so, let me, let me so is the yeah. round getting, okay. I don't, so the rounds getting loaded from the muzzle or 
I'm, yes. I'm waiting. We gotta see. Yes. We gotta see how this. Okay. Goes. Okay. Yeah. Show us. Get the. Yes. Yeah. All right. Hold on. So, so, hold on. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Hold on. Yeah. I, I have. I have some guesses here. I'm guessing the mm-hmm. bolt is used to extract a primer. That's my guess. Oh. It's, it's oh. The primer okay. in the middle, and the bolt just pulls the primer out. Oh. Okay. But otherwise, okay. powder and everything else goes down the muzzle. That's my guess here. Okay. So you take. So. It has what's called a primer module. Okay, mm-hmm. so if I take out the bolt face, the bolt, you can see the face. So there's a there's a little mag catch in here that keeps the bolt from going all the way back. So I'm just gonna pull this little mag keeper yep. out. Okay. So then the bolt. Yeah, because that's what I noticed. The bolt was not opening. All <laughs> I'm messing the way. everything up for you. <laughs> yeah, you are. Okay. So it has. A, it's a regular 308 bolt, but uh-huh. there's no ejector in it. Okay. Okay. So you take, basically it's a 308 case head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. And that acts right. as the primer. And you put an actual primer in there. Okay. Huh, okay. okay. So there's, yeah. there's a, there's a primer in there. So it fits into the, this is the some, some wizardry stuff here. I've oh, never so, seen anything so, like this. So, so hold on. So that so that bolt has to come out, and you put that in. Then you push it back. No, in. oh no. You so, just pull the bolt back and put it. You in. just put just it back. Oh, back. you just put it back in. Oh, so that's why you don't need it open all yeah. the way. Okay. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. And then you just so you thumb, I'm guessing you just thumb one into. Just the, put the it chamber, in. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. So yep. If and I then the bolt just extracts. I'm guessing, right? It extracts that primer, that spent primer. Yes, yeah, so it does not. So there's no ejector. Well, there's no extractor. Yeah, there's no ejector. There's uh-huh. no. There's okay. no ejector. Um, let me put this back in here. Yeah. Here. Now I want to know how do you get okay. the primer out? Okay. So all you do is take and put the primer inside, yep. just like you were loading around. Okay. Yep. Okay. When when you load around in um, in a rifle. Without using a magazine, you just put the round in, put it in the chamber, and chamber it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same thing. Okay. We just put it in and, and chamber it, and okay. then it will go bang. So you yeah. so put that... Th- okay. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a breech plug. So there's a plug yep. that threads into what was once a chamber. Really, it wasn't a chamber ever. Um because there there is no chamber there's this breech yeah. plug that's threaded in there okay it has a very small hole in it yeah, and, the primer and it accepts and it accepts this primer module that goes right into what you would call a chamber hmm. got it okay okay so you still have to take the rifle and put a funnel on it yeah dump powder down it Take your projectile, put your projectile down it, take your ramrod, ram it down, pack okay, it. Okay, so that sure funnel has to go past your brake. Yep, it does. Yeah, it yeah. Goes, it drops down to about right, right. here. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. And then then once everything's loaded, you take your primer module and you put it in the bolt face, you chamber it, and you pull the trigger and go bang. Huh, that's really cool. Uh, I've never seen anything like that before. Um... <laughs> Okay. Are the are the the primer modules are they reusable? Can you pop the primer yes. out and put a new one in? Yeah. Yep. It's That's just like cool. a 308 head case. So it's just a regular uh, large rifle primer. 
so yes, yeah, so this is actually a large rifle magnum primer that magnum we're using for the for extra. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, that's really neat. I've never seen. I like to say that I know a lot about guns, but I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah, that's super cool. A lot of questions come to mind. Um, first of all, let's see. Um, there's some, some, some comments out there on the gun. It says it's very beautiful. Every uh, People are loving yeah. the Night Force optics on yeah. it. Oh, yeah, that's that's some fancy right there. Yeah. Um, it is. So how, how um, rapidly can you reload? How, <laughs> how fast is it? Well, it's a muzzle loader. It, it is. It's a muzzle loader. Right. So, uh-huh. you know, a- after you shoot, it's, you know, and we have you pop, all of you the. You got to pop that. Mm-hmm. So we have all of our charges, you know, all in a canister. Mm-hmm. So y- you can basically just throw your throw your uh, funnel on, mm-hmm. dump the powder, put your projectile in, ram it. Tap it. Ram it down. Okay. Ram. Change your primer module. Mm-hmm. So you know, probably. A minute. a minute okay so that's not bad that's not bad no, i mean you're not you're not pulling the trigger that often right i mean the, nope. the, i imagine the more important thing there is shot placement and putting the critter down in one hit exactly. you do not want to be following up with it you do round. not want uh yeah and so so last year we both had tags mm-hmm. and um he got on his deer and he ended up you know so he set up on it and then i set up on it just in case he missed, yep. then I was the follow-up shot since we both had tags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. This might be an interesting uh, variation, well, a different variation, but Jen Champ Jr. says, how quick can you return the rifle to center fire state? So, like, back on t- – I'm guessing Can't. it's back on. Yeah. So, so in order to put it back to a center fire, you basically mm-hmm. have to remove the barrel because okay. the barrel, you, the, the so barrel is no- not chambered. Okay, and there's no rifling. Is there rifling in the barrel? Or? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So you'd have to rebarrel the entire. You have to rebarrel it. You have to rebarrel it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You'd have you'd have to rebarrel it. You'd have to put back in the ejector and the extractor. You know, you'd okay. have to you'd have to put all that back in. Is the barrel Be- difficult to change out? Sorry, Patrick. You're fine. No. Yes, no, on seven. Well, oh. uh, it's it's not AR easy. It's it, not like an right. AR. Oh, okay. It's not. Okay. No, you you have if you have the right tools, it's it's easy. Yes. Okay. It's not. It's yeah. not. It's, it's not. Right. You can't do it in the field, kind of a thing. No. Okay. No. Oh, no. All right. No, you need a you need a barrel vice and you need an action. Okay. Yep. You can do. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Huh. Um, Interesting. You were going to ask a question, Patrick. Cool. Sorry. Because it's black powder, is it transferable? So, just like I, any other so, black powder. Gun? All right, so let's so it's not it's not a black powder muzzle loader. It's not. Oh, that's okay. So we're getting even fancier here. So yeah. what is it? Okay, hold is on. Is it you're holy sh? No wonder you're getting range on it. It's not black. Oh, I was yeah. this whole time thinking it was a forty-five cal black powder gun. Oh, okay, Heck no, it, this is advanced. Yeah, okay. but it still fits within the the muzzle loading category, so you can still hunt during muzzle loading season. So it all depends on it all depends on the state. Okay. Yeah. Some state some states will not allow you to use a smokeless powder, so that we do have a uh, we do have a, a black powder substitute that we can use that will still get us the same velocities and everything. 
Um, it's just we would rather use the smokeless powder and yeah. be done with it. Way cleaner. Right? So just, does... and, and also some other states will not allow you to hunt um, muzzleloader with an optic on it. You have to have open sights. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh, but, Arizona, but Arizona, it, there's none of those rules yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it is, so does this have to have paperwork? Is this serialized or? So it was an, it was originally a Remington 700 action. Okay. So for that, okay. it was obviously yes, so for that. It was. Okay. okay. Technically now, from the ATF standpoint, it's a rifle. It's a bolt action. If someone made this from scratch, it would not have to, right? Okay. So, um, here's, if it can be easily converted to a centerfire rifle, then uh, it has to have a serial number on it. Okay, okay? got it, got so, it. Because it could so go back. Take, mm-hmm. Right. So if if I was to go through and redesign this rifle, mm-hmm. okay, so that it was one that did not have to go through any ATF paperwork because it is a muzzle loader, mm-hmm. um, I would have to do something different than the Remington 700 action. I'd, I yeah. would have to make it so that the bolt actually would only come back slightly. Just enough, yeah. Yeah. Just enough, okay, for you to get in there and put your module in, but not allow you to put a 308 case in there or a, a 556 case in yeah. there. Or, I mean, but that's you know, not – well, I don't know how difficult that is or isn't to manufacture. The, the, the thing I'm leaning to ask you here – is so this cannot now get an integral integral suppressor on it right without paperwork without um so it could without paperwork because it's a muzzle loader okay because i'm thinking about i mean that's hilarious i didn't even think about that but yeah yeah because i'm thinking (laughs) about remember um silencer code silencer code one yeah Yeah. so this would fall into that same category oh so you're correct so you you could so do you it. You could suppress this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, Mod- moderated, I think is what they called it a moderator. You could uh, moderate. moderator. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's they're, very I, cool. Uh, I, so I just looked up here in Florida for anybody in the last minute we got for here in Florida. Um, muzzle loader season is muzzle loader, not black powder. So that would totally be legal for deer hunting here in Florida. Yeah, you would yeah. just have to look to see if it specifies whether or not you can use smokeless or, you know, or if you can, or if any, if it has to be open sights, if it does not specify, you can take this rifle and you could reach out and tag something at 500 yards. No problem. My, my Florida uh, fish and wildlife says only muzzle loaders filed by wheel lock, flint lock, percussion cap or center fire primer, including 209s and crossbows and bows may be used muzzle loading guns, Designed to allow accelerant gunpowder to be loaded from the breech may be used during muzzle loading season. Mm. So yeah, totally legal here in Florida. There yeah. you go, totally legal. Okay, That's very cool. cool. We're That's gonna deep. T- we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back here. I think I got a couple more questions. <laughs> With Arms List, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now with more confidence because of their built-in firewall. For only $6.99 a month for personal use or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider Arms List. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Arms List. Okay, so I think I need to look up what was the name of the company. It's not done yet. 
Yeah. What was the name of the company again? Your friend's company that makes those? It, it's Axis Works. It's accessworksaz.com, I believe is what it is. Um, so he runs he runs two parts of the business, kind of like kind of like I do. Um, he runs a machine shop portion, and then he runs a gun range uh, section. Um, so wow. it's it's hard it's hard to find um, this muzzle loader on his website. Um, oh, okay. Not a, not a whole lot of information out there, um, okay. but he's been building them like mad and it, it's all been word of mouth basically so i was gonna say this sounds like a special order item that yeah. you you got to know somebody who knows somebody and then put in a phone call right, right yeah i can't find the um i can't find the website but uh 42 it's, it's shields axis access oh, oh i'm spelling it wrong okay if you have yeah, it axis just... access works az.com ax uh, does it it looks like he also makes really nice okay. bolt guns just regular bolt oh guns. yeah yeah, and that's and that's where that's how he started. He started okay. kind of doing um, long range hunting rifles. Um, mm-hmm. He sponsors a couple guys in PRS, and so that's kind of how he gets his Ooh. name out and and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But he, um, yeah, he does some he does some really good work. Yeah, so maybe we yeah. should get him um, on the on here on the show sometime or something like that because. Seems uh, very interesting. So, what are these? What are these running for? What's like? What's the price on these things? Um, oh, he has, a, no, wanna... he has it on the website, and it's very expensive. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it is. Okay. I think it's like fifty five hundred dollars. Is that okay. what he has it listed 40, for? Forty five hundred dollars. Forty five. Okay. Forty five. Okay. Yeah. Right. If you go under the store and then go, uh, just click on store at the bottom right. You'll see it's called the Black Hawk. Yeah. So he has two. He has a Red Hawk and he has a Black Hawk. Um, the one of them he's doing with a carbon fiber barrel um mm-hmm. so that one's that one's more money and i don't even know if he has that even listed listed on the website he does not he has the steel yeah. barrel blackhawk listed yeah. Right. yeah let's see uh, it's all the still way to the bottom it. yeah you'll see it. yeah all the way keep going oh, right there you just passed it past. just passed it right here right, right there. there right there yeah so um my my question oh, is yeah, it's definitely cool. How difficult would it be to make this from scratch and just have no paperwork whatsoever necessary? So, so we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a bunch of design work and a bunch of things that um, we want to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we've talked about me going through and doing the design work on it and then him going through and building it or me building actions and him building rifles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've, we've talked about it back and forth. It's just one of those things that, you know, we're just, we're just talking about, but okay. if you redesigned the receiver and didn't use the Remington could 700 platform, it, it could <laughs> be a game changer. But I mean, I mean, it is, it is to a niche market. Yeah. It is, you know, it is expensive. It's not, it's not cheap, but a muzzle loader that shoots lights out. I mean, we're stacking projectiles on top of projectiles. No problem. That's, that's cool. Yeah. I that's think there's really cool. I think there's guys out there that would be interested in it. So, um mm-hmm. for sure. I don't know what's yeah. the caliber du jour that people are into and all that, uh, but I, I I can, you know. I mean, anybody that's got a muzzle loader is shooting what, 100, 150 cuz most guys are doing black powder. They're not doing anything right. like this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right, and they're, and they're shooting just round round balls. They're not shooting yeah. actual. Yeah. 
I, I yeah, that's when you picked up that projectile. I was like, "What on earth is that?" <laughs> I think with the integration of a um, in, integrally suppressed, or what was it called, Mo- of a moderator, a, a, mo- a moderator. Yeah, that'd be really yeah. cool. Yeah. That'll be v- something very, very nice. And if, if you were to go, mm-hmm. if you were ever to go balls to the wall designing your own receivers, so it was transferable. A, a detachable moderator, or I don't know if it can be detachable. That might not be legal, but having a moderator on the front would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. since you're using smokeless powder, you don't even have to worry about it deteriorating from black powder. I know. That's, that's cool. I know. There, that's cool. There's a there's a lot of cool things about it, but you know, yeah, it's yeah. it's not a you know it, it's it's made for a specific purpose. It's made for it's made mm-hmm. for hunting, and you know. Some of those guys that that are into long range hunting and then they get into you know black powder or muzzle loaders, um, it it kind of is a game changer when you think yeah. about how far out you can actually shoot some game and still do it ethically because you know that you can mm-hmm. hit it and that projectile is still moving what it needs to move. Yeah, I always regret yeah, not cool. getting that um, not getting the silencer co whatever yeah, that thing was I, called. I thought about that before. Yeah. It would have been nice to have one. Yeah, we shot it. I think we, we had one for a couple of days that we messed around with, but yeah. It, it was cool to shoot, but yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. have mind having one just to mm-hmm. say I had it. Absolutely. That's very cool, Ken. So, so that's what, that's mm-hmm. my latest, my latest rifle that I ended up, you know, mm-hmm. That's going. Good. That's really going. Cool. What's that finish on there? Kind of like a uh, red and gray camo. So it, yeah. So it's it's a stock. It's a Macmillan. So it's a Macmillan stock. It's a standard Macmillan Ooh. stock. It's nothing nothing special, um, and it's just a red and gray pattern. It's got some carbon fiber in it. Um, I don't know if you can see any of the carbon fiber. In the oh, yeah, I see it. Yeah, I love yeah. I love the nothing special and Macmillan. I don't think they go in the same sentence, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so he uh, he built this he built this for me as you know kind of a kind of a favor. I helped him out. He helps mm-hmm. me out, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. he was he was building them. And I said, hey, I'd like to have one of those. And so he yeah. so he built me one. Yeah, very cool. Lola says Maxim fifty, Maxim fifty. Maxim 50. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's mass market. I don't think Mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, you're not Mm going to defend life and Liberty with that, but for the, for the muzzle loading Hunter, that's a really, really cool thing. That really neat. Yes, absolutely. I agree with that. For sure. And Walter Keller has joined us. Oh, Hey, is he alive? Yeah. Are you getting battered by hurricane winds? What's hap? What's happening? No, I just, I just walked outside. It's pretty calm and, there's no no rain, real rain yet. So yeah, here I'll yeah. throw up the current. Uh, here's the current uh, radar. This is from Storm. What is it? what's that app called? Storm Chaser. This is an app that Florida, Babyface. Florida Storms. I think so. Something like that. Uh, yeah, Florida Babyface. Storms. Yeah, no, it's the Florida Storms app. I I helped Babyface build worked and on this uh, back in the days. Yeah, there fun. you go. So this is the current. <laughs> this is what it looks like. It's kind of off the coast a little bit. It's north of Cuba. And yeah. probably parallel with about Miami-ish right now. Yeah. Below Tampa. So you guys, are, what's going on with you over there, Walt? What's Nothing happening? At the moment. 
Nothing. I was hoping you would be outside with your cell phone and give us some video of the wind blowing and, you know, your hat flying off and the tree falling down on the boat and everything else. I could go up front and pull the flag out and do that thing where the guy stands out in the wind with the flag. Yeah. Yeah. And then have somebody just walk by, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What's this guy doing? Fighting the the weather and people are like, what's he doing? No, we're not – we're not fighting it yet, but I've been watching. Um, mm-hmm. I have the Radar Omega app on my phone, and then I watch um, another YouTube channel of Ryan Hall, mm-hmm. and he's got live guys, and they've had tornadoes down in Miami Dade. Um, yeah, stuff Sounds like surprising. that. So there's weather. There's weather going on down there. It just ain't got to us yet. So mm-hmm. yep. Tom- uh, tomorrow by like, or I guess tonight, tomorrow, whatever. By eight a.m., you guys are going to feel start feeling the effects. Yeah, it'll be raining and wind blowing and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's just going to be we, a bad storm, I think. For it's coming in a little yeah. south of you, so you go, but you're going to still considerably gonna, south. Yeah, we uh, we uh, we got lucky. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, Florida is still going to feel it. We're gonna. I was looking at oh. um, I was looking at DeSantis his his uh, press conference. We're going to lose power in places, you know. Oh, yeah, we can still lose power. Is- we can lose still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can still lose uh, right, power. Right, right. Right. No, I was just gonna say Venice. Venice is gonna have a hard time. That yeah. whole area, Sarasota, Venice, Bradenton, they're but not gonna have fun for a while. Their main concern was the Tampa Bay area because mm-hmm. there's a the higher concentration. Well, the storm surge, yeah, because it would blow all the water up in the bay. Yeah, and like we're like we're Chris, the Chris, where my machinist, where he lives at, mm-hmm. he could have easily ten feet of water in his house. It, the, ten the, feet. The, mm-hmm. the, oh, that's what I was gonna tell Marley. Thank you. You guys just reminded me. I literally was on the phone with Marley earlier and I said the worst part and then my br- I blanked on it. The worst <laughs> part of all of this is it's happening during a high tide. So the water's even mm. higher than normal. Oh. And you have yeah. the rainwater coming off the land trying to go in the water. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all Yeah, bad. water can't uh go go underwater. <laughs> and then oh. yeah, and then some <laughs> people were saying that local areas already had uh their ground was already pretty saturate, saturated saturated. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, you know, this where does water go when it can't go anywhere? It sits. It, it, it goes in your house. That's where it yeah. goes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So there's lots of places, um, so- especially in the southern part of Florida, that are right at sea level, if not below it. Um and oh, then on the coastlines for sure, they're very close to sea level. Where Chris lives, it's you know he might be a foot or so above sea level. So. Oh my God! Yeah, uh, but so he packed up the bus, the kid's wife, and they're in Tennessee. Okay. So. Yeah. Oh, good for, good for him. Roads were very well, crowded. Okay. I know my son's coming back from Orlando, and I don't know why he chose tonight, but there's a lot of traffic out there, from what I hear. Well, I I could I, I didn't ask Richard. Richard Hughes was at the shop today, and we built a a, mm-hmm. a fifteen, just under fifteen and a half inch AR pistol. Mm-hmm. And um, should I show that? And, Let um, me see. I'll pull it up. I think you said. Are we allowed to show it or no? Yeah, yeah, you can show it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Richard and three other guys are having this little competition to see who could build the shortest AR. So, um, I offered my services because I kind of already, I kind <laughs> I mean, of already is... have shortened, shortened AR carriers and uh, shortened buffers and shortened springs. That looks good. But. Uh, but I shortened the buffer even more, and I shortened the spring even more, and then we put that. That was a that was a four and three quarter inch um, cack barrel, and yeah. we cut Did the threads off. Did you even shoot it? it? 
Oh yeah, oh yeah, we shot it in the. Oh, okay, track. I haven't yeah. seen a video oh, okay. yet. I want to see a video of that. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, it, it it you know it ran fine. The problem we had with the gun was Richard had some janky um, trigger parts. So first mm. time around, it wasn't resetting right. So then we put some other parts in, and that's then it wasn't re it wasn't resetting right in a different way again. So then I went and got my own trigger and uh, a disconnector that I had, a military uh, M16 disconnector with the tail cut off it. And I put it in, and it worked fine then. So, yeah, the pop, 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 pop yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, probably a fireball. Where, where you know, is fireball Rich getting his freaking trigger parts from, man? What's the deal? I've, <laughs> you, there's people selling these trigger parts that are packaged in these different color bags. Mm. And... I had a set of those one time, and I had problems with them too. Um, I think they're just the, cheapo depot trigger parts. The multicolored bags used to be CMMG. That's yes, that was I like had, a trademark of this. It was CMMG. That's when but I got now, one of those from those. I got a kit from yeah. those guys at, at Knob Creek, and it was uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know if it was was it CMMG or was it just some other I, company doing multicolored bags? He bought them from another, um, I think, a 3D printing person. Oh, Gen Champ Jr. says Rich got it from Wish. Okay. <laughs> yeah. People are saying China. <laughs> China. There's a lot of China going on. So, uh, uh, I would have put it past him. <laughs> yeah, the last time we were having a problem, you'd pull the trigger. And, if you know, when you, when, you, when you hold the AR trigger with the disconnector, when you let go, it's supposed to reset. Well, it wouldn't reset. You had to take your finger behind the trigger and push it push forward. It. Yeah. yeah, and then it would reset. I fought, One time I fired in a bull trap and I pull the trigger and it goes, boom, boom. And I'm like going, what the hell? This is like new yeah, ammo. It's, it's not like it's not like 80-year-old ammo going, boom. And, that uh, trigger's having like, a hard time. Or yeah, the hammer's having a hard time thing, going forward. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit. So, because um, I was It wasn't just a bad spring? Cool. No, no, spring no. wasn't the culprit. Okay. Well, with the barrel, up, with the short barrel like that, is that anything you have to do for that? Okay. Mm -hmm. I we we cut the threads off the end first. We test fired it with the threads, and I said, Richard, let's try it, see that, and see how it works. And it worked, so I said, okay, let's go for it. Let's cut off that extra half an inch. And um, there's it's still there's ran, no it's still gas ran fine, so. Right. What's that? There's no gas system on that little four and a half inch thing. Well, there's a there's a gas yeah. tube that was about Small three tube. and a half inch. Yeah, there technically is a gas there, there system. A Otherwise, gas tube? how's it going to yeah. work? How's it going to work? I, well, that's what I was wondering is how the hell it works without a gas. I didn't think it had a gas well, tube a little, on it. There's a little baby gas tube. A little stubby. Yeah. A little stubby. Oh, God, okay. Yeah. yeah. A little. But yeah, yeah I was surprised. I, I really was. I, I thought I was going to have to mess with the gas port or something like that. But yeah. Yeah. It ran fine, you know. Yeah. So Eugene Eugene Stoner is rolling over in his grave, <laughs> watching people make stuff like that. I, I I cuss every time I assemble an AR lower with those little springs and those little detents and all that crap. I just like, oh. I think you unfairly helped Rich uh, win this contest. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. I was merely a I was merely a consultant. <laughs> okay. So, so when Rich when Rich started he. He started taking pit. Well, I built the whole thing. When mm -hmm. <laughs> when Rich started sending out pictures of how long it was with a yardstick next to it and all this stuff, all the other guys in the in the competition were like, "Oh, oh, 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 
Where, where'd, you, where'd you get that stuff? Where, uh, 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 uh. Is, is that commercially available? Because that was supposed to be the thing. You're supposed to be able to buy the parts. Right. I said, exactly. yeah, Rich, 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 Rich bought them from me. Come on. <laughs> you, want you guys are cheating. I don't, I don't approve <laughs> yeah. of this cheatery. I don't <laughs> I'm going to call an audible. <laughs> it's, do you know what it's called, Hank? It's called using your resources. It's not cheating. Exactly. Yes. Okay. All's, all right. all's fair in love and war. That's no, you I'm need to put now. like 150 of these in your store that they're for oh, sale. God, people, well, people. Another buy another them. friend that another friend that I know stopped by, um, making sh- make just to, to you know stop by the shop, and he goes, "Well, you got to make those and sell them. You got to make those and sell them. The, the real mm-hmm. short and buffer tubes and all that stuff." Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Maybe yeah. people would buy them. <laughs> Well, yeah. I was yeah. having that conversation. I was having that conversation with Ken before we started. Like, you know, what exactly do you want to get into making nowadays with the whole state, you know, of the of the gun world? What, you know? what ATF will be making. kicking your door in, like, oh no, that's no. a machine gun. You can't make no, what you need to be making is a really cool muzzle loader. That's what you're right. Yeah, <laughs> take us back to that. <laughs> Yeah, we were just, did you see any of that muzzle loader before you came on, Walt? I don't know. You probably haven't done. I, I saw the stock, mm-hmm. the way it's all painted up and everything. I think yeah. that's painted up, or is it? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's direct from the factory like that. But mm-hmm. oh, okay. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how they do it at McMillan, whether or not they paint them or or what they do. I don't know. Well, maybe it's dipped. Maybe yeah. they do that. It, that. Yeah. So let me. So we're gonna go, we're gonna talk about some other guns. I just want to say that this this thing right here is a refrigerator. It is icy cold. The fan. There's a fan over there blowing on it, and I put it like this oh. in my lap, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm freezing." It's pulling, yeah. Yeah, aluminum all the heat. It out is, yeah, it is really, 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 really. So this is my uh, M17S right here. Okay, actually, let me go full screen so I can show this off. I think you guys have seen this already, Walter. Mm, I shot it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, Fully yep, hit it yep, out. Yep. I don't know if my I don't know is my light charged. Eh, no, it doesn't look like it's charged. Mm. I got I got to I got to plug that light in and get it charged. But yeah, there we go. So what other guns do we have here, Ken? What other guns do we have to? Uh, let's get into some guns. Let's throw some guns up here. Walt, anyone? Let's see what guns. What guns you guys oh, have? Walt, anybody? We... Anybody? Here's a non-exister. Oh, there you go. That's a and it hasn't existed in a couple years. Yep, yep. The Hudson Nine. Right. That looks clean. Still, I'm very happy with mine. Yeah. Did you clean that or something? No, it's just been sitting under my desk where I. Yeah. I, I have a couple of uh, pistol racks, the little pistol like hangers. Attached to my desk, and I keep five or six guns on my desk to play with yeah. throughout the day. We have to do a Does little. Does it work? Com- this one works. <laughs> yeah, no, this thing here works flawlessly. Surprisingly, yeah, really. I've never had it break. Uh-huh. That doesn't mean it won't break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you seen any that don't work? I know people sent them back to uh, to Hudson and then never got them back. Yeah, Firing right. pins are the problem, from what I hear. For a yeah. bunch of them, way yeah. complex, way overly yeah. designed. I got one used. I got a used one. Uh, did we shoot that thing? I don't even know. I don't think you have. It stunk when you got it. Yeah, we it's it's we've gotten rid of the cigarette smell now, so I could say that. What's Walter showing off right there? We got twenty five seconds, Walt. What do you got? Black powder, thirty six uh, caliber powder. Nice. Yeah. 
Speaking yeah. of black powder, I haven't shot it. Never shot it, but not yet. Yeah. But I need okay. to get. I need to get some thirty-six caliber molds to make yeah. some. So before we take the break here, what do we want Ken to show us off the wall back here? Let's see, Mac Ten maybe. It's anything uh, full auto. Oh, there you go. We're gonna take this break and come right back. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk Cryptocurrency is a firearm-friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk, T-U-S-C. Okay, there we go. So... (laughs) Uh, Cruise Man says it's a little stubby, just like Rich. I don't know, man. I haven't seen Rich's junk, so nope. I'm not going to proclaim <laughs> to have any foreknowledge of uh, what Rich has going on there. So, uh, okay. So, uh, oh, that's yeah. a luge. Or a the, what is that? What do you got there? Yeah, what you got? Oh, that is, okay, that's, how do you pronounce that? Luge or low? Lege? Oh, lege. lege. So it has a lege upper. So it's the... Uh, Cobra Mac 11.9, uh-huh. um, but it has the Lage Slow Fire Upper. Uh, right. What does that mean? <laughs> that <laughs> means that means the original Upper shoots too fast. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Too much ammo, mm-hmm. and so this cuts the rate of fire down to 600 rounds a minute instead of 1,200 or 1,200. Oh yeah. wow! From from what I've seen, it brings it down to like Uzi speed, doesn't it? It it's a it's a nice cadence. It's a yeah. Bop, 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 bop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and you and you shot this, um, Hank. You got oh, a I did? video on on oh. this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, damn you it. Have I a forgot. Video. It's one of your best uh, best videos out there. With and, that particular upper, don't even know. Uh-huh. Yeah. I yep. Totally. I totally Correct. forgot about that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yep, I have you to go. Shot, you have a full video and everything when we were out at uh, the range and. Really. Um, okay. You shot it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. I'm gonna have to go look that up. What did? Do you remember what I called that video? <laughs> um, I don't uh, remember. Was that that Mac 11 or something? So it's an M11.9 is what uh, what it is. M11.9. Okay. M11.9. So it's uh, shoots a nine millimeter. <laughs> I think I remember. I remember it. I remember that for sure. Is that Ken? Is that a Smith and Wesson up on the wall? Uh. That way, uh, <laughs> this one over here. Yeah, yeah. The tube gun. Yeah. No, that's a um, stemple. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh. Mm. I might have had. I'm while while you're pulling that down, I'm looking for this thing. I might have had to remove that from YouTube. Here it is. Nope. Hank Strange, seven years ago, Mac 11, nine millimeter, full auto machine gun. Uh, 102,000 views. Okay. I do have it. Okay. Okay, so it's kind of like built to look like a Smith & Wesson almost, but on a Sten tube. Is that what they did, right? On the, they were on Sten tube? So, it, so it's, not a, it's not a true Sten tube, but it's very similar to a Sten tube. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's very, very similar. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because they've made all kinds of variations of the stemple things, right? Using the same tubes? Is that what it works? Or um, trying to? I don't think there were a bunch of different variations. This was a guy that um, 
started just making them in his garage and then the band was oh, coming and okay. he just made a whole bunch of made them. as many t- yeah made as many tubes as he could yeah yep i born in the wrong time because i feel like i would have just had tons of tons of those things sitting around making money for the next four years of my life <laughs> um this one shoots 45 um and it's it's a lot slower than than the m11 9 um, it's like a grease but it's still gun a, Yep. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Shelly Fungus says, you guys are showing off your fancy guns you've never <laughs> shot yet. The only uh, firearm <laughs> oh, I've ever never been shot is, high, is a mighty high point 9mm carbine. Uh, bought it seven years ago. Laugh out loud. Safe Queen. How, how, how is the high point uh, Safe Queen? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's me that might not have shot some stuff yet. We've I've done videos on the Hudson, just Styrog. Oh well, yeah. Okay, all right. I have shot Styrogs before, but that particular have one you I shot don't. yours? Uh, no, Patrick <laughs> shot it. <laughs> it's been shot. I think I you have shot, fired. I think you shot it. Well, Patrick shot it. I haven't shot, shot that it. thing. Oh, okay. I, I I shot that. I shot the F two thousand. The only bullpup. Yeah. I what shot about so that? Is um, is the shotgun is your new shotgun the we, bull, need, to, we need to do a big bullpup video we need to do a big bullpup video before demo ranch <laughs> does it any. like i'll just do a, a thing where i lay out all the bullpups and you know and then i'll get a kajillion views like demo ranch probably not but and everybody 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 can do their best brandon herrera imitation oh yeah <laughs> we'll get hair wigs <laughs> hey, i'm surprised you haven't Huh? I'm surprised you haven't gone looking for the Maliuk. The Maliuk. Is that available? M-A-L-Y. M-A-L-Y-U-K. That's Ukrainian. Ukraine. It's um, the Ukrainian bullpup kit that they use for 74s. It's actually kind of cool looking. Okay. You've you've seen them here? Uh, if you go watch combat footage from Ukraine, you actually see them more oh, okay. often. Okay, yeah, than I know I what the gun imagine. is, but yeah, I don't know if I've actually. It, so that's available in the states. That kit? Hell no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no. I figured you would have seen that by oh. now with your bullpup obsession. Yeah, I was about to ask Ken if he's seen that. I don't know. Uh, Shelly Fungus says I like Ken's American flag bullpup. We'll probably get him to pull that down here in a second. Let me see. I'm going to go sure. to the... I think I found... Where? Where is that gun? There it goes. That's it right there. Yep. That's the, that's the gun right there. It's got there. some good views on it. Yeah, that's back in the days when they used to let me get views. Look at Ken. He looks like he's in a Star Wars movie with that, yeah. with that headset. <laughs> Big old headset. <laughs> I mean, seriously, those two... That left and right side are bigger than Ken's whole... All right. Head. <laughs> All right, Ken. Nothing, nothing personal, but your the headset looks like uh, Princess Leia's buns on her head. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's awesome. What uh, gun range was that at, Ken? That we did that. I was at uh, Rio Salado. Okay. Yeah. Um, that Just, was seven uh, years ago. What the hell was I doing? What? Uh, I don't even know. I don't know. You you came 15. you came out and. We went to the range, and I don't know what else you were doing. You you came out for something, some other event. You were meeting with some other guys. Uh, I think that was, I was doing something with those guys that make uh, that trigger. The what is the name of that? Well, trigger? you did you did some with them, but that we were just a sideshow to um, right, 
was hanging out. Well, you really playing second fiddle. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No, that's cool. Okay, so what are you going to show us here? What you got? Show us what you got. Oh, someone asked for to see that. Nice. America. Yeah. <laughs> is that hydro dipped or no? What? This is terracote. Oh, that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. It looks good. Yeah. No, yeah. it looks great. I just imagine that that was a lot of work to get that done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. He does a lot of a uh, lot of good stuff. Um, I don't. Uh, I send. I don't do any of the Cerakote. Um I send it all out. There's a guy in Tempe local, um, and I just whenever I have anything Cerakoted, I just send it to him and say, "Go to it." Yeah. <laughs> um, Dan hates you. Says James Reeves did a bullpup video today. I haven't looked at that video, but I looked at the title. I think it says. Why the Tavor is better than a, um, an AR-15? Any yeah. you guys want to comment on that? I agree. I <laughs> okay. <laughs> I haven't looked at his video. Go ahead, Walt. Go ahead. <laughs> I haven't looked at it either. I saw it. I haven't looked at it today. Uh-huh. I today. You know, I started my day. First thing I did, I went to Lowe's and um, mm-hmm. to buy. I bought some plywood and I bought actually a little a 6,000 BTU air conditioner okay. just in case, you know, mm-hmm. I can run off the generator. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Lowe's had tons of plywood. Mm-hmm. They had tons of water. Mm. Um, oh, really? Okay. And they even had those, those little, those little, uh, those little air conditioners still in stock. Yeah. I'll take um, it off your hands when you're done. What are you going to do? Where'd you, where'd you, you got it at Home Depot or Lowe's? Uh, Lowe's. It was mm-hmm. two two twenty nine. Oh, okay. Not bad to, to cool a little room off if need be. Yeah, yeah, that's the idea is just put put it in the window and run it off the generator and where you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Yep. But um, be much more comfortable in the heat. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll I see mean, in your need. 80 degrees, in your 80 degrees, Ken, poor Ken is having to deal with uh, how many degrees was it today, Ken? Um, it was 102. 102. Yeah, it was <laughs> nice. Today. They haven't got any relief. Yeah, <laughs> it was nice. It, it says that it's still. It said, "Oh, it it dropped. It's it's a hundred degrees right now." <laughs> oh I don't even. I but don't even understand. That's just, that's just but it's dry. It's dry heat. That's, yeah, that's dry it's heat. dry it's heat. Right. The, it's kind, dry the kind they yeah, roast like in the oven. Day. Yeah, like in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the kind that sucks the life out of you, and you don't realize it till you're like two yeah, seconds from this, death. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, shout out to Armament and Axis. He gave us five bucks. He says, uh, first, hey Ken, good to see you again." But still, uh, what's that? Still got the K and M shirt, and Hank's a dork. Just showing my support Hank's as always. Dork. Peace to all. Stay two A strong. So there you go. Yeah, he always like like yeah, he always likes to say I'm a dork. I am one of the sexiest dorks in the whole gun world. Yeah. Sexiest dork <laughs> in the whole gun world. Right here. Yeah. Uh, Come I, on. You know what? We should Tavor, do a and calendar. Tavor, and, the, and the Tavor is the best thing in the world. <laughs> and all boom, done. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> done and done. I think if we got if we got like eight more people, eight more dudes, we could do a ca- You know, we should do a calendar. Seriously. Uh, can, I, can I ask Ken a serious question now? Oh, have okay. you had a chance to to get a hold of the uh, of the new bullpup on the market from uh, what the uh, the one from Bosnia? Um, no, are you talking about the Springfield? Yeah, yeah Springfield Armory Zone. Mm-hmm. Right. The, no, not Hellpup. Yeah. No, Hellion. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah. No, I have not okay. uh, put my hands on one of those yet. Are you into it? Not into it? Um, I would like to handle it just to give my opinion when people ask. Um, but I, I, I don't know anybody that has one, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out and buy one. Put it mm-hmm. that way. Yeah, I think they're ugly. I um I actually saw them at the gathering this year um in South Carolina when we went up I think yeah South Carolina I think so I saw it I didn't shoot it the trigger from what I hear from people was kind of squishy long pull on the trigger or whatever but uh, I think there's a lot of people typical. that like it yeah typical yeah it's typical I mean you know the the triggers in these are freaking awesome the oh, best phenomenal. triggers the best triggers in a bullpup <laughs> that's right right here. I got you guaranteed yeah. guaranteed yeah elfman are you still you're still using elfman triggers no no, no i haven't Uh-oh. i haven't used them for a, i haven't used them for a long time so what triggers are going in there now i'm building my own oh Ooh. okay so there's k&m triggers out there okay very nice uh yep. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen a Can they be bought for the AR-15 as a drop-in? Because if I remember correctly, it was just an AR trigger. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't seen any of I, these I would be lying. I would be lying if I now. said that I didn't uh, that I didn't have any. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, I think but we need I'm, to do a bill, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's just what that pistol I built today needs well, yeah, to be I a precision firearm. So it's a drop in. Yeah, four and a half inch precision <laughs> firearm. Can yeah. we, can yeah, we see like, this? Like, is it a what? cassette style? Um, yeah, I mean it's it mm. is. Um, I don't. You don't have don't one. Have on any? Hand? Okay. No, I don't have any together. But you know, mm. basically, it it is a cassette style. It drops. It drops right in. It just doesn't have the trigger down on the bottom to go in my rifle. Um, so mm-hmm. you know, all I had to do mm. was just put a put a trigger shoe on it in order to put your finger on it and that's all that needed to go on it in order to drop in an ar okay cool yeah so you're gonna be in the trigger business uh can't no can't, oh, okay all no right. <laughs> no instantly no. <laughs> no no did i did i say that fast enough yeah no. ken doesn't want to be in it what's going on <laughs> Should we no. talk about the go- what's going on with the gun world? You're not trying to be hyper, in- with the hyper fire thing. I, I just I just like to build cool stuff and just keep it for myself and not uh, put it out there on the market. You know? oh. oh, okay. <laughs> is is that on your business plan? <laughs> Why would I? It looks yeah. like we froze. Uh, yeah, we're here. It we're here. Like we froze there for a no. While. We're here. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. We're back. Yeah. Um, is that the is that the official business plan of K and M Arms or what's the deal? I know this thing is that, going that's on. Right. <laughs> no one else has. Yeah, just, yeah. Go just, to the just build cool stuff for build, yourself we, and show it off, and uh, everybody else can want it. We, we of course we build cool stuff and we keep it. That's yeah, right. for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be an awesome. That would be an awesome commercial. I bet you, if you do that and put it out there, people will. Everyone will be trying to get shit from you. Yeah, probably. Just go. You know what? Yeah, this is not for you. This is. I built this for me. I'm not even going to sell it to you. If you if you want one, uh, you can't buy that it. Little, that right. that little that little pug of a pistol I built today. After mm-hmm. I built this, like I got to do one of these for myself. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> throw it on the m16 the, 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 the problem is is you know what's the what's the market for it mm-hmm. right you know you don't want to go through and 
you know, do everything and then have a whole bunch of them just sitting around collecting mm-hmm. dust. Sitting around, right. Mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, you that's know, true. Yeah. You, you, can't build, you can't build so many of them, um, or you'd have to build so many of them in order to bring the price point down so that, you know, because people are going to say, well, I can just go buy an AR. Well, okay, mm-hmm. go ahead and go go buy an AR. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. a, it, it would be it would be a niche. It'd be a niche market. Um, you know, and the and the thing is, is um, is that going to with with all the new regs and everything that are coming down and being thrown at us um, as manufacturers? What what is going to be legal and what is not going to be legal in six months from now? So, you well, know, do you do you spend some- all your time and do everything, and then all of a sudden, boom! It's you know, it's an NFA item now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead, Walt. I know you. No, I was gonna something mm-hmm. something like something like that little pistol. I, I'd probably make parts, and then people can people can do what they like with it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but but it uh, all depends on what ATF is considering parts and whether or not you have to <laughs> serialize those and whether or not they become a controlled item. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what they're well, doing. I guess. It's, I guess. I guess at that point. They just become a, uh, an item. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so seriously, the both I mean, of you, the both I, of you are I, in business I, I doing what, this. Mm-hmm. When I, you know, I like back during the ban, the first assault weapons ban. That did it stop anybody from building anything? No. Um, See, the mm-hmm. problem the problem people have now is this medium right here. Mm-hmm. As soon as they build something, they put it on the medium and they start <laughs> shooting it. So the whole world can see their illegal shit, right, and then right. when they, when something happens and they show up on their door and they get arrested, they're like, "Wah, wah, it's not fair." It's not. Well, why mm-hmm. the fuck did you make this thing? I've seen I've seen some of these people shooting their shooting their illegal AKs on the internet and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, you're out of your mind, man. Mm-hmm. There's no way. <laughs> right. Yeah, I saw. But, I, the, sure. the problem mm-hmm. the problem comes is that when you do have something that's legal, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about AR pistols, okay? Mm-hmm. They're they're coming after the AR pistols, and they're wanting to classify them basically as NFA items if they have a brace on them. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yes, yeah. So yeah, you know, so, so you can make something really cool, and you can get it out there on the market, and then. The powers of be come down and say, uh, sorry, it's a machine gun. No, it's not a machine gun. It doesn't mm-hmm. fall under the definition of a machine gun. Oh, nope, it's a machine gun. Mm-hmm. Well, we've changed that definition today. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and it's all under, you know, interpretation, and it's, it's ridiculous. So how, how do you go through and do all the development work and throw it all out there, um, you know, just to be able to – you know, make some money for a period of time and then get it shut down. And then everybody that you sold all that stuff to now can become an illegal possessor and you've been a part of it. You know, yes, it was legal when you did it, but now now you're part of it and they want to have all the records of everybody that you sold anything to because now they're illegal possessors of machine guns. Mm-hmm. It's it's stupidity. So, you know, what what do you do for for anything, you know, innovative and you know, something that's going to be different. You know, I, we talked off the air, you know, before we came on, on some, you know, things that, you know, I want to do, but, you know, I'm kind of holding off on it because I don't want to put all that effort into it just for them to say, oh, 
it's an NFA item, you have to register as an NFA item. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, does this feel different to you guys? I guess that's the question I want to ask. I don't know if we have enough time to really answer it here in these 30 seconds, but I'll give you guys a chance to think about it. And then when we come back, we'll, we'll get into it again. You guys have been doing this now for some time. How long have you, how long have you been in business, Ken? Nine. Nine years. Okay. Walt, how about you? Uh, next year will be 20 doing uppers. Wow. Okay. 20 years. <laughs> So I want you guys to think about this for a second, because when we come back, I'm going to ask you, does everything feel different now than it has in the past? Because obviously, you know, this stuff is cyclic. Let's take the break and come back. The Who Moved My Freedom podcast is made possible by our partners at 2A Commerce. Veteran owned and with over 20 years experience, 2A Commerce is the leader in custom e-commerce and web application development in the shooting sports industry. Clients include major brands such as Guard Dog Body Armor, Sylvan Arms, AccuFire Technologies, The Tactical Games, Warrior Knife Company, and yours truly, Hank Strange. Visit 2A Commerce and support this show by supporting them. Once again, visit the number 2acommerce.com. All right. So, you know, like I was asking before, um, you know, you guys have been doing this reasonable amount of time between the two of you, probably close to like 30 years. You've been into guns probably your whole lives, I'm guessing. Uh, so does this feel different now than it has in the past with all the politics, dudes coming and going? Is it, you know, is it really worrying you? Well, uh, um, to me, yes. Go ahead, Walt. No, no, the whole, not just the gun stuff is different. Everything is different. Everything. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not just firearm stuff. It's everything across the board is different. Mm-hmm. I mean. The whole, the whole climate politics. of the whole country, the way people Everybody says, everybody, I hear these people say, oh, it's the same stuff. It's never, nothing's changed. Lots of things have changed, <laughs> and especially in politics, um, things like that. You know, it used to, you know, you used to, let's see here. The people that are in charge right now would be classified back when I was a kid as being, um, I don't know, they were like communists and leftists mm-hmm. and, and, and. Uh, bad the, words. <laughs> it was a bad word. Imagine oh, well, re- <laughs> if, if Watergate happened today, it wouldn't, nobody would bat an eye. Watergate was, they, they said, look at, look at Nixon. Nixon was forced out of office for nothing. For for recording compared to Obama, dudes. compared compared to Barack Obama, Nixon was yeah. in like and he was a he was a kindergartner compared mm-hmm. to Barack Obama, and the stuff that went on in his administration. Now, ah, yeah, whatever, no big deal. Yeah, it's all right, you know. That's yep. he or, or I love that phrase. He was born that way. Yeah. <coughs> Anyways, yeah, you know where I'm going. Yeah, I think since yeah. I think since uh, 9/11 and uh, I mean under Bush. You know, we basically threw the Constitution out the window. You know, there's been a lot of stuff. There's been a lot of stuff going on and getting progressively worse. It's it's way more than that. And then the Mm -hmm. people, the the people in general, just you know, ah, you know, don't worry about it. It's okay. You know, Mm -hmm. that's just the way they are. You know, there's an excuse for everything. You know. Mm -hmm. See, on the on the flip side to what Walter's saying, though, I think that people care more now about trying to rein in the ATF or 
things like that. Then, then they did even 10 years ago, 15 years ago when I got into guns, uh, the nineties, you know, things would just happen and people just, okay, that's just, that's law. Now we just follow it. Where now it's like, okay, fuck the ATF. Okay. Okay. Here's ATF. Good example. You know, back in the old days when they, when you got a determination, that was, or when a machine gun was a machine gun, that was the law. That was the, that was it. You could so depend on it. Here's this definition. Yeah. Yeah, that's, here's this that's def- different. Though, yeah. Here's this mm-hmm. definition from the tech branch, and that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not now. It's like none of nothing. Nothing make. Nothing set in stone. Nothing anymore. It doesn't matter what they say. Their word and their determination is worth nothing. Zero. Yeah. Well, and and so, so yeah, I think that's what I think that's what Ken was trying to say. I don't want to you know speak words for you, Ken, but if you go through the whole development process of creating something then now nowadays you have to actually send that whole freaking gun to the atf well, they might approve if, it and all that and then tomorrow right. if, goes, if, no, you, if you want if you want a determination you know you can you can build something and throw it out there in the market if you believe that it falls under the definition of a rifle or a pistol without getting a determination mm-hmm. um you don't you don't have to do that um, but if you're doing something that's out of the norm and you want to cover your rear end, um, then you get a determination letter. But like what Walter says, it, it doesn't mean anything okay. because you get a determination letter and they say, oh, OK, it's a it's a pistol or it's a rifle. And, you know, it, it, it's fine. It falls under the, the GCA and you can you know sell it in commerce. OK. But they could come back next week and come in and say, "Nope, you're shut down." Mm-hmm. Sorry. Well, try again. Everybody see the 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 bump stock. Three different, I think, three different determinations on the bump stock. All all, it's not a machine gun, and all it's, yep. it all it takes is one politician like Trump. Trump said, "Ah, no good." Yep. No Biden, good. Biden comes in office. Pistol braces are bad. They're scary. Yep. You know, and it's like, so it doesn't mean anything, and. Their their words are useless. They don't they don't have any nothing zero. Yeah, so if, I, I mean and, I could see I could see how that's daunting because we haven't had the courts really get behind it in a meaningful way. I know every now and then we're hearing things and there's little things getting sprinkled out there, but I think one of the problems with what we're seeing, like we were talking about social media and what happens on social media, there are a lot of people who are constantly going, "Oh, we won! This is a win!" <laughs> it, it, but it's not really a declarative win for anyone, right? There's still, you know, like maybe right. maybe right now in California this is a win, or maybe in Texas this is a win, but it's not really a win for the country. It's not set in stone. Like, no, you guys can't do this. Right. So, well, I mean, even, even if you, okay, let's go back to bump stocks, okay? Mm-hmm. So bump stocks were bad, evil, they're machine guns, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and everybody had to get rid of them, dispose of them, do whatever. And then it went through the courts and then they came back and said, uh, no, uh, it's not a machine gun, Mm -hmm. but you still can't own one. The ATF will still come and knock down your door and, Mm -hmm. and arrest you for having a machine gun, even though the courts have said that it's, it's not a machine gun. It does not fall under the definition of a machine gun. Therefore it is not a machine gun. Mm -hmm. So who's going to be the first test case? That's that's one of the things is people don't realize somebody has to typically be arrested or charged with something to 
go through the process of taking the ATF to court, usually. Yeah, but I don't do want we, to be the one do, that gets do arrested. Do we really have a decisive win with it? That's my thing here, right? Do we really have a decisive win with that? Where Because, look, the Supreme Court said that you know, New York State can't do what it's doing by making it so difficult. they're still doing it anyway. Yeah, we're still fucking seeing it. <laughs> New York right, State well, is doing a lot of shit they can't do. They just decided to sue Trump with no victim. <laughs> did did right, you not... think that they were... Did you think New York was going to follow that? No. Really? No, we had the discussions no. here, no. But... They, they did exactly what I thought they'd do. They just make it illegal for... You, 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 I, you might be able to walk out your front door and then walk back in and be all right, but that might be illegal, too. Not if you're close you, to a school know. or a church <laughs> or, 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 or 500 a other, 500 or, designated special yeah, places. Or, yes. or a traffic light. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, or a deli. But, if there's a bodega around the corner, yeah. no. <laughs> you so, know, did you again, did you guys go, see right did you guys right see the video? There's and, and this is a little bit of a, a jog in a different direction, but we're gonna come back. There's this video that's out right now in the in New York subways of a like a um, a bum, a vagrant or something in the subways beating the living crap out of a woman, like kicking her face in. Right? Let me guess, nobody helps at all. There was a guy that tried to come and help her, and the guy just scared him off or whatever, and he just went right back to beating her. That's New York City. This is happening every day in New York City. Like, Illinois is dropping, like, you, you're not going to go to jail if you kidnap people or if you if you rob people, all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, the, the, what is it, the purge laws and stuff like that that these places are, are going with. And the reason why I'm saying all this, do you think we're going to see change? Do you think if people are really mad and, and we get different people in politics that we'll see change? That's my question. I don't know. I don't, I I don't think so. I don't, unless somebody comes in and does something drastic, you know, like what Trump did with the border. Okay. So unless somebody comes in drastically and does that, um, I don't think there's going to be any change in the firearms community. That's, that's the way that, that I see it. And who's to say that who the next person that comes in doesn't go in and just unchange everything. You know, you can't do these things under executive order. They all have to become law. And even when they become law, just like Second Amendment, okay, shall not infringe. What part of shall not infringe do you not understand? Mm -hmm. You know, yet we're being infringed on every day. Mm -hmm. The law is already there. I think the law is already in place. They're just ignoring it. None of what ATF does is law. Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) In the in the conventional sense of you know the the normal it gets voted on and people have mm-hmm. to say yay and nay and all that stuff, it's all that led, that's all that regulatory bullshit where they can do anything they want, and mm-hmm. then it's then it has the power of law. Well, how mm-hmm. is that of the power of law? I thought I, I thought we elected those people in Washington that are supposed to make the laws and do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I you know that's what needs to change. That's the thing that needs to flip. That includes with the EPA and the Department of Energy and all these other Nazi type, mm-hmm. um, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think Tr- Trump had a willingness to build a wall. I get it. I'm, you know, um, I think immigration is great for America when it's legal, and I think America needs to have one line when it comes to immigration. 
And for sure, you know, like just like you lock your doors, you, you got to secure the borders. I'm with it. I don't, I don't have any problem with that. But he wasn't willing to do shit about, <laughs> about what's happening right. when it comes to anti-Second Amendment things going on. He offered up yeah, an ATF could've... guy that was bullshit and then, then dropped it. Well, he could have cleaned the ATF if he wanted to, but he did. That takes could a root. that takes a re- that takes a real set, you know, like a left and a right one, mm-hmm. and 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 he didn't have it. He doesn't have it. Not so, for that, for sure. Um, yeah. So well, I mean, what, what what's the big what's the big deal off of his shoulders or any of these if he was president? Go, you're fired. You're fired. Get out. Boom. You're fired. What's going to happen? People, was, you remember you remember when the Israelis said that Jerusalem was their capital, and 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 Trump agreed to it, and and the Arabs were like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like, they were like going crazy. nuts, and all of a sudden, two days later, it's done. Nothing. That's the yep. same. The news cycle, the news cycle, and is the same thing with the, if he was a fire all these people. A couple days later, over, finished, mm-hmm. done. Nope. Look well, at when Obama was in charge. Mm-hmm. When Obama was in charge, he fired a whole bunch of federal judges. Yeah, I'm not. Did the world come to the way to do this is to fire a ton of people. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You, you, if you if you you want to you want to clean up these places, you just get rid of all the management. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. and and people, well, what'll happen? What'll happen? You know, it's like that's definitely needs to in. happen in the FBI, the ATF, FBI, all those things. Oh need yeah, massive, yeah. massive oh, sure. overhauls. The massive VA, overhauls. the VA, yeah. all these things, all need to be all these. You know. So what difference does it make? Like I see people saying, there's millions of new gun owners out there. Do you think that makes a difference? You think not a bit? No. Like I said before, and I'll stick to it. Ninety-eight percent of those new gun owners don't know the first thing about the politics of the firearm, Mm -hmm. and they don't care about it. Yep. They got their gun because they were scared shitless, and that's it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What? (laughs) What were you going to say, Patrick? (laughs) No, I I wanted to change the subject, but I'm waiting till a better time. Oh, (laughs) go ahead. Why? Go ahead. What happened? Uh, that that article or that the, the mm-hmm. crump thing you sent us earlier today it mm-hmm. just popped up in my newsfeed again about the couple okay. buying uh, yeah. surplus boxes. But no, I don't want to. I don't want to change away from politics. It just it literally popped in front of me, and my brain said, "Say something." And then I was like, "Wait, no, we're in the middle of something else." <laughs> no, we could definitely no, okay. talk we about can, that. I think it. it's uh, it, I think it's indicative of what we're talking about here. Let me see. I'm gonna pull it up so I could uh, show this. Yeah, it's uh, it's the same. Yeah, I guess it's it the same through. thing. It's a, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. You yeah. know. Having having too much power and doing whatever they want. Yeah. yeah. Um, so couple finds fully automatic M16s in storage cases bought online. So federal authorities are trying to figure out how at least a dozen fully automatic M16s ended up among military surplus equipment sold to a Houston couple. Um, Can I tell so- you how? <laughs> well, so so uh, so let's give credit. Like I first heard about this from John Crump. He, uh, he was talking about this. Basically, these guys were buying surplus stuff. I know your dad does that. Um, you probably yeah, do that. You do ca- that, too. Those, yeah. those, those cases pop up on mm-hmm. Gulf Planet. Gulf Planet mm-hmm. is the contractor selling all the stuff. I've seen right. them recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought some back in the 90s. I haven't bought any lately. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, you know, you know, so those people obviously bought them. They bought a bunch they of didn't them. Bo- they didn't bother to open them until no. they got back and they opened them. I would be like, oh, so I think what happened, oh, what happened was they had a friend come and help them sort all this stuff out, and they're like, "Hey, you could take one of these." And when oh, he, no, no, when, no, he no. when he when he got no, home, no, a case, 
Not a, a case. case. Not the case. Oh, not oh, a oh, not, not a firearm. No, a not the guns. Not yeah, the guns. Yeah, didn't know there was a gun yeah. in it. Yeah, no one. <laughs> right. They didn't check it, so he took it home, opened it. There was an M16 up in there, and he brought it back to them. He's like, guys, this <laughs> this is a problem. I think when they went through, they found twelve M16s I don't, in these cases. I didn't find anything. Uh, I I have a twelve parts kits here that are uh, <laughs> hot. Vietnam era uh, yeah. or something. <laughs> well, yeah. let me let me tell you something, Patrick. Someplace on some inventory sheet, those are missing. Oh, yeah. those are missing. It's going yeah, to that, catch up to you eventually. Find them. Yeah. And, yeah. and if you're the last guy that's got your hands on them, you, you are trouble. guilty. So <laughs> here's what happened. So, these, so this couple called the ATF and said, hey, we have these things here. This oh, is a no. problem. No. Guess what happened? No. ATF... Yeah. Rated their asses. There's, there's no win here. <laughs> I would have went right back. First, I would have picked. I would have picked them up, and I went right back to where I picked them up from. That and Gulf Planet them back in the location. Mail. And no, no, and just leave them right there and say, "Hey, you got a problem here. You need to take care of it and leave." <laughs> now, <laughs> well, I mean, they, they got your name. They got your, they got your name and number. Obviously, if you did, it was if it was if it was like if you. If you picked up a, a a grenade box and there was a live grenade in it, and okay, you got two choices: you can you can go blow it up someplace, or you can take it back where you got it and say, "Hey, there's a mistake here. You need to you need to do something with this." You know, mm-hmm. don't call ATF because they're going to raid you. Like I said, that's that's yeah, a great way to they can they can get their guns out and play and, and come charge you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that's yeah, what I happened. Bet, I bet they I bet they still would have gotten raided because yeah. even if you would have taken back the cases and you would have said, okay. There's 15 cases here, and two of them are loaded, and the rest of them are empty. They're gonna then they're gonna say, well, where's all the rest of them that were in these other cases? Yeah, you know, these the guys are gonna get investigated there. forever. They're always right. gonna get investigated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, way, every time they uh, do this, the next time, the next time they order some shit from Gov Planet, the ATF is coming with that shit. <laughs> well, right? You. So what if you know the, the normal way that I would do it? You start investigating backwards. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. which who brought these to the who brought these to disposal? Who carried them before that? I guarantee what happens is the guy says, "Let's put these in here." I guess let's buy them ourselves, and we'll get them. Somebody. Did Someone that. was running a scheme. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, I mean because never, that never, this means uh, that like it, for it to be so malice. Well, for the for the cases to be that light, I'm guessing they they found more than. They found just one in each case, right? There's something weird going on there to me. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. yeah they, they found one per case. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah if, I if mean, they found one per like case, I said, I, there's I, something I, fishy going on there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, you know, it's hard to say, I, you know, you're not there, but yeah. I, and I've never had anything happen like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But um, I would definitely backpedal my ass back where I got them from and leave them. <laughs> or you can do like Patrick says, you can cut them up for parts, <laughs> but um, I wouldn't want to get caught with those parts. Um, exactly, yeah. yeah. And, I don't have those M16s. You know they might, why, do you have, why do you have 13 uh, M16 parts kits? I bought those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found them. I found <laughs> them. Yeah, found them. You, you keep saying that all the way to prison. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, when Bubba is no, standing over you trying to get some, you'll be like, yeah. This is not my weapon. (laughs) Yeah, don't do it. Uh, Listen, at the end of the day, these guys did the right thing, but this is how the ATF is, man. Well, yeah, you're guilty until proven innocent. That's what them. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're an FFL, you're especially guilty. (laughs) 
You know, I mean, that's yeah. one of the things Ken and I were talking about before we started, you know. Um, right now, they're trying to shut down as many FFLs as possible. I don't know what the number is, but I know they've shut down a bunch since Biden took over. So, uh, yes, the whole zero again, tolerance policy. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. is yeah. this thing popped up Hank here? Hank Tony is a sportsman's guy. Are yeah. we pixelated? Just be, do you see everybody else look pixelated? I think uh, no, 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 no. I think that I think that's totally my fault. I think we got some stuff going on here. Um, I think probably what we're gonna do is get ready to. Wrap How's the this weather up. outside, Hank? Is it is it storming <laughs> outside? <laughs> we are going. We are gonna. We're gonna get ready to wrap this up here before I lose. I'm seeing indications yeah. that I'm gonna lose internet. <laughs> Very rapidly if I don't do something. So right now I'm over here like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, could, I could lose this internet any second. So let's uh, let's let's wrap this up here while we can. Let's do that. Um, Ken, if you're still there, tell the yep, folks I'm out there you. how they can get in touch with you or follow you or find out more about KM Arms. KMArms.com. Very okay. simple. Okay. I, I need to I need to start doing some more social media stuff. Um, but I've been just busy building and shipping and so before the ATF shuts me down because they're gonna come after what I'm building next. It's gonna be the next thing on the list. Okay, cool. Um let's go to Patrick real quick. <laughs> YouTube.com slash babyface P or Instagram baby underscore face P. Go check out all my stuff. Okay, there you go. Walter. Snake Tail Firearms is on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, and Utreon, and so is Dirtfoot Racing, and then StemParts.com. Yay! Okay, there we go. Whoa, I'm going was... <laughs> to run in the end. Someone's going to give us words of wisdom, and we're going to get out of here if it's possible. Get up! Welcome back to the Hanks. Press the wrong button. Press the wrong button. Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us. We're going to rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and all your favorite places. I don't think we're doing any more shows this week, so just bear all of that in mind. You know, it's, it's going to get a little crazy around here in the next in the next couple of days. So, yeah, so we won't be doing any shows. Okay, so for words of wisdom. Uh, Walter normally says keep your powder dry. I'm just going to throw it out there and say if you're in the path of the hurricane, keep your pecker dry because it's going to be bad. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Ken, do you have words of wisdom? Oh, <laughs> uh, just keep your head up and keep doing what's right. Don't get involved with doing illegal crap. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dittos. There you go. Dittos. 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 There you go. All right, guys. I'm out of here. Let me hit the button. <laughs>